I be hearing like Gunna and Baby rap about like buying the chick titties. That's crazy. What's the matter with buying a chick titties? I don't know. I'm a selfish dude. You bought how? You bought you bought fit. How many? What's your Chanel bag count total right now? Damn. How many Chanel, Chanel bags bag. you bought right now? All together. Well, we got to put in perspective. I'm buying for my girlfriend. You anything you buy you. for, like, anything you buy for your wife, that shit don't count. How many? How many? I'm talking about for the scallies, like the joints who coming out on the on, on, on the two day turnaround. How much? I'm not buying. How much, how much you give them for the two day turnaround all together? Nah, they not getting no money for that. But they gonna get flight, whatever. We kick it. Shit, might go see a show or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Who knows who in town pop up? I'm telling you for that experience because I'm dealing with regular girls who they're not equating their experience to. So uh, how do you get your girls? Just go in the DM and see them. Say what you do. How do you get your girls? I meet them in real life. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a DM diver. Damn. How many DMs you tag up a week? I ain't gonna lie to you. This is this is actually a secret right here. You gotta catch them in the DM, the hidden DM request. There's like an extra hidden portion that for for whatever reasons, like Zuckerberg's a hating ass nigga. Like he put all the bad bitches in the hidden DM requests. When I go in there, they be in there. Mm. I be I don't really meet chicks in person like that. You know, I realized I went to the Burner Boy concert um, two days ago. I'm, in, I'm at the concert, and I see everybody showing me love type shit. And then a few people like hit me up, and I was just like, damn. It would probably be a lot easier if I, if, if, if I was meeting them in person. Because it could be on right then and there. You ain't got to fly them out. Yeah. and they, yeah, they, Usually, I'm flying bitches from, like, Oklahoma. Damn, they never been flew out before in their life. Never been on a plane, man. I got them bitches in the backseat middle row. That's how it goes But anyway Yo welcome to another episode Of Off the Record Podcast Man I'm here with the Highest paid black podcasters The most motivational Most paid And um Two guys who I've watched Just kind of Sent through the ranks Of just being Positive influences And they touch And reach a community That I believe Is pretty much The underbelly of Not only just (laughs) hip hop I think of the black community, period. We are here with Gilly and Wallow, million dollars worth of game. How y'all boys, man? We living, man. Just loving life, man. I'm just trying to understand how you flew out 100 chicks in a year. That's all I want to know. That's that was an interesting year, man. That was an interesting year. Like, I'm telling you. How much you, money did you spend total that year? You flew out 100 bitches, only fuck 17 of them. <laughs> nah, hell nah. Nah, that happened to me one time. Let me Get see. the fuck No, no, oh, no, no. I'm serious. I'm serious. Out of 100 chicks, you, you flew out. Yeah, because you know the protocol already. Like, by the time you talking about flying out, when you, by the time you say, yo, yo, send your info, I send some pics too. You know what I mean? They already know what type of time it is. Yo, you know, yo. And then he said he fly regular bitches out, that so that be their first time on the plane. So as soon as the bitch gets on the plane, she gives him pussy man. out. You know, the first time, oh, my yo. God. He, yo. He, he flew me to New York, to the Big Apple, all that dumb ass shit. Yo, do he not. fly bitches from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Dubuque, Iowa, and all Crazy. this this is how like nigga, you hating on the experience of the regular woman. Regular. So what are you taking when they get here? Shit, sometimes we H&M? drive. By, no, no, nowhere. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna give you the game. Nah, I know we giving the game, but you gonna fuck up my game if I give the game. He said nowhere. He no, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, hold on, we <laughs> drive. Now nah, we drive. Taking bitches to Chanel. No, you crazy as hell. Fly and take them Yo, you crazy as hell. We drive down the skyline. We drive down Edgewater. They see the skyline of New York. They already, already felt like they made it. <laughs> also, second thing, yo, the second thing, you go, you pop out a little bit in public with them. Let me tell you this: for a regular chick, when they see what fame is, or when they see like women like to be with who they think the nigga is, so it's like, oh shit, oh he's somebody. It's already over, man. You hear this? 
Killer used to be doing that back in your day. Uh, How was you getting chicks back in the day, nigga? Uh, first of all, back in the day, I, you had to talk to them. You had to walk up on them. You had to be, see, back in the day, a lot of niggas ain't shine when it came to getting bitches because a lot of niggas wasn't, but they wasn't willing to take that rejection. Because, see, you had to be in the car. You would see a bitch at a bus stop. You drive past. You got to pull over, <laughs> jump out the car, walk up the block. You you might walk a half a block, a whole block, get up to it, and she tell you no. Then you get back, and niggas like, yo, you got the number. No, man. It, a lot of niggas was scared of that rejection. I was never a nigga that was, I was scared, scared of rejection. rejection. Terrified. That's why a lot of dudes Because I never score. got rejected. If you think about it, a lot, of the, a lot of the most beautiful women that's out here having things, they doing anything, they don't get shot at as much as you think they do. And just because guys are successful athletes, rappers, a lot of these dudes be scared because at the end of the day, they know, damn, outside of this paper, am I, am I really that guy? I'm going to be honest. So with me, so this is me before anything. I was scared shitless. Me now, my success is the confidence. I probably should have more, but like my success is a confidence. So I'm like, well, I, I just look at like, well, she fuck with successful niggas. I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Like before, I would be thinking about I'm like, nah, she probably like taller niggas, niggas in shape, niggas this, niggas. Who look. Now I'm like, fuck it, I'm rich. I'm her type. Mm, that's damn. how. <laughs> that's exactly how we move. I never now. felt like that though. Really? No, I always got bitches. Ugly nigga that always got bitches. You gotta understand when I met my wife, I smelt that hair, nigga, and told her, "You don't need no Paul Mitchell products or nothing." I was twenty-one, nigga. Niggas ain't even know about Paul Mitchell at that time. Paul Mitchell used to have commercials. Though. Yeah, but but niggas from the ghetto ain't know about Paul Mitchell. I'm they didn't even know about. Me. They didn't even know about women with their silky fucking hair like that, nigga. Mm. They didn't even know what type of chemicals bitches used that had that silky shit used. That's why I let her know your shit got body. Niggas at 21 years old in the motherfucking 90s wasn't telling the bitch her hair got body. They didn't even know about that shit. You feel what I'm saying? I told her, I bet you when you run your shit bounce, don't it? Now you got to understand the game that she heard before a nigga like me crossed her. Shorty, you, you got Cat a minute. Caller. Let me holler at you. Hey, sexy. Hey. And then she hear some shit like this. She knew that was the book that got Bubba Cook. Mm. Mm. Feel me? Speak on it. She knew. She knew I was gonna lay it down, spread it down after that. She knew it. You a slick talk. I, I really wasn't a slick talk like that with oh, females. What, what do you say? What's your game? You just slide in the DM. DM. Dog? I mean, I, I don't. I don't think I could carry a conversation, but I don't. I don't know how to charm a woman like that. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how to like 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 you say some slick shit that that that'll you know break the ice, but also kind of you know kind of really alleviate her guard. Like me is kind of like because at the end of the day. It's not about how you cover, it's about how you finish. So if you go in for, if you're trying to talk to a chick, right, and. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible, because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. 
Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. She like, oh, no, I'm cool. Most, a lot of niggas get an attitude. See, I'm slick enough to combat that. Always been slick enough since a young nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, you end up ripping up winning lottery tickets, huh? Yeah, lottery ticket. Oh, you what? That. Okay. What you mean? Exactly what I said. Bitch, you just hit the lottery and you ripped the ticket up. What you talking about? Now they laughing. You, you crazy. Oh, so you the winning lottery ticket. See, he's slick. Yeah, you know, bad motherfucker, man. You know what I mean? But my mouthpiece always been. That's why you got into rap or, or that's a byproduct of you just being. No, I got I into rap because of him. I was his first manager. Well, Took him to the studio. He stopped lying. How you signed that paper? You forgot. I ain't signed a fucking paper. All right, whatever. Paper. So, so, <laughs> so, so you got to understand, like, he, he was spitting, but he didn't think he was serious. I'm like, cuz, you can spit, right? Took him to my man, Peanut. Like, yo, we got to go to studio. We got a studio joint. So um, he went in there. We started doing songs. And I was like, yo, man, you got a key. He was like, damn, it, it ain't bad. It's like, you know, getting some shows. I said, listen, we going to come. Came up with the name Major Figures. Um, started getting things together, logos, this. I was always the administrative dude. Like, I was always the one, like, come on, here go to the studio. We got studio time set. We got to get some logos. We got to get some T-shirts. I'm talking about this early night. This in the 90s. Um, and, and, and we both rapped at the time. I was the hotter rapper, but I let him lead. You know what I mean? Um, Get the fuck out of here. So, I so, can imagine the bars. I, I feel it. I had some nice bars, but he had his bars, his bars was nice too. You yeah. Know what I mean? So it was like, um, so we were just like, damn, we going to do it. He, he, all right, put it like this. He, like sometimes you see it now and it's different. He never looked at rap like it was like, we, I don't, I ain't saying he ain't looking at it like we can't make it, but I was the one coming to the studio be like, yo man, there's some money in this shit. Look at this rap page, this magazine, Master P talking about this and the third. He's like, who the fuck is Master P? I would play their shit in the studio, and Gil would be like, yo, man, turn that shit off, because we East Coast boys. So the sound of music was different. This before really, like, down South music really penetrated East Coast outside of, like, you know, I'm talking about the New Orleans sound. You know, you had the Outkast, you had the Dungeon Fam, you had stuff from down there, Jermaine. You had that stuff, but I'm talking about, like, when... You know, New Orleans was coming and PSP was coming. This back when he was in Richmond, Virginia. I'm in Richmond, uh, California and all that. So I'm, I'm putting it down. I'm playing all his shit in there. They're like, yo, how the fuck, who the fuck is this dude? I'm like, yo, this nigga getting money. I'm reading his articles in the rap pages talking about how he's doing his independent. He's slamming this shit out the mom and pop. I'm like, he getting money. So my mind was always like, yo, we could rap hustle. And, you know, because I'm like, we in the streets. But no, I always believed that it was money in the rap game. You know what I mean? Because... When I read that shit about P and just seeing the new ways, I'm like, yo, man, it don't take much. You get your own CDs printed up. You got back then you had a CD baby and all them places to get your physicals. I'm like, yo, if we get physicals, we know the mom and pops. I know about six mom and pops in Philly. We can put them in there. We can get some merch. We can sell some T-shirts. I'm looking at all that shit. And he was like, all right, whatever. You know, I wound up getting locked up when we started Major Figures. And then he just kept going with that shit because he's seeing how people took to him. Him, Spade, you know, they, and everybody that was in the group was like people that all we all knew. But I always believe, like, until this day, I think what makes us work so good is that we got different parts to play and there ain't no ego in this shit at all. And I think a lot of times what happened, people got to worry about money and people worry about it's either money or ego. As a Because we're going to be honest, a lot of motherfuckers fuck with people that they don't even fuck with. They don't even like. Rebel relationship, rebel friendship. Like, me and him don't have that problem. You see what I'm saying? And, and uh, we don't, don't take like that person. Nigga. Yeah, see, but we don't take it personal. We still gonna get up every day and go get the paper and handle what we gotta do and be where we gotta be at. Um, 
And I think that's why we work. And uh, I don't think a lot of people could do that. And I think what y'all have, when people see it, you know, you, you know, unfortunately, in a lot of people's families, there's a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. When we see y'all, it, it just seems like the type of relationship that two grown adults should be ha- having with their cousin or their brother or mm-hmm. their relative. And one thing I, I'm going to say, especially about Gil, man, even your birthday pass went crazy on him, cop the Lambo. I ain't going to lie, man, the way how happy Gilly was. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, just naturally happy, like, yo. No, because if you listen to my music over the whole 20 years he was locked up, anybody always know I always scream free wallow. Always. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, I ain't grow up no rapper. Wallow always rapped. I didn't grow up no, I just was a slick-talking nigga in the hood who played basketball. I wanted to be like Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, you feel me? I ain't want to be like Jay-Z. I didn't want to be like Biggie, Tupac. I didn't. I didn't. You feel what I'm saying? So, Iris? Huh? Iris? Yeah, I mean, me and Iris, me and Chuck around the same, same age. age. Yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? So for me, I just wrote a rap in college playing around. Just, and it just so happened this shit was really hot, like, so when I came home from college, they they out there at Cypher. I just jumped in, and from there it took off. Like, then this nigga used to pull me up and be like, my cousin hot. Well, nigga, got, nigga got one rap, but he, I'm like, niggas feels like, what a rap. <laughs> that shit was hot. It was long. It's a long <laughs> yeah. rap, man. But my one rap might have been better than your whole catalog. Damn. Like, a nigga didn't have nothing in his catalog that was on that level of that one rap to the point where when it was actually time to go in the studio to do something, I didn't even know if I could do it. I was like, I ain't no fucking. But it was easy. It was just talking some flop with the shit that we was living. You feel what I'm saying? And I think, and I think what was so great about it is, like, we always hype each other up. The reason we connect a lot is because it's real life cousins and brothers is running around like us more than anything, um, and uh, and they and they resonate with that. And if you don't resonate with that, you resonate like yo, them niggas like my uncle, they like my big brother, this dudes like my dad, step up. So you can connect with that. And um, I think I think that's what really help us and really work for us because it's like we just being us and to be able to get up every day and be us and uh, create a world where though we just be in our own world. We don't know we we you can't control what everybody else got going on. We don't give a fuck about what a lot of other people doing. Because if we focus on that, we can't be focused on our business and what we got to do. Um, and we know our lane that we created for ourselves. And I think that that's what makes it so, that's what makes our shit so cool, man. Ego hurts a lot of, you know, situations <clears throat> coming up. A- anytime I see, like, a podcast fall out, when I see great groups break up, I usually kind of attribute it to somebody kind of looking around and be like, hey, yo, you know, I'm the A side of this shit. Y'all niggas need me. I always said that, you know, um, and, and, maybe, and maybe y'all can help me understand it. Like, from what we know in the rap, or maybe from what maybe I know, like, when you guys started the podcast, I'm like, well, we all know Gilly. We all know you that much. And I don't think he ever worried like that. You know what I mean? I, I think, you know, um, and also, obviously, now, like, people love you for a whole different reasons why they love him. Mm-hmm. But... It was never, oh, this is just, this is my B mic to my A mic. Mm-hmm. 
And that that seems to be the natural order of how a lot of like podcasts or groups kind of go to. It's like, no, nah, I'm the main guy, but y'all share it kind of equally, and y'all you know help, was? and y'all build each other rather than like, try to try to show y'all dominance in comparison to each other. Because you know I mean? loved about when I came home, it was like, yo, this we started together, and we always had that. Like it wasn't about no big you, little me. It was about Wallow strong in different departments, Gilly strong in different departments. We got different, you know. But if we come together, we can win a championship. It wasn't even about no, no tripping. A, you understand? We 50-50. We own both own percentage of this shit. It wasn't about like Gil was like, damn, I've been saying million dollars worth of game. I've been, he was like, cuz, we're going to do this shit right and we're going to run this shit the fuck up. And that's what we did because it was like, I ain't like. And man. in his defense, he respected it. Yeah. Because when he came to me, it was time to do business. He said, cuz, how we going to break it down? Yeah. Mm. I ain't, because he I started. I could have said 70 30. You know what I'm saying? I could have. I could have said, but I'm. But the reality of it is that we coming into something together. So I don't never want no jealousy or no envy or any of that to be able to kick in, because we just got an X amount of check for this amount of money, and say if we got ten million, oh I'm getting seven million, you getting three million. You feel me? Yeah. Now it's a little, but. But we doing the same work. Yeah, I started the brand five years before you came home, but we still doing the same work. You put in just as much motherfucking work as me. You feel what I'm saying? So for me, it was like we gonna we we gonna and we family and anything you get that come to you, you deserve it because you want you did your crime, you did your time. You could have got a shitload of people locked up. You didn't get nobody locked up. You didn't tell on nobody. You you never called home bitching. You never. The fuck out of there. The fuck out of there. They caught you because you're a slow nigga. Fuck shit up. Drop the dime on me. Hey, what do y'all argue about? Like real talk. Like, tell me something because every time I watch y'all, y- y'all camaraderie on Instagram. Let me tell you, y'all kill it. You know, I told you we this argue before. about everything. No, no, but, but I'm, I'm talking about like a real like argument because because no. it, it looked like y- y'all playfully banter and y'all might no, disagree, but it's like a lot of shit because my the way I'm on this whole thing is I'm always on jail mode, jail time. What I mean? Because he worry about shit today. He worry about a lot of shit that ain't got nothing to do with him about what I'm eating in the crib and all types of shit in the studio. And it just be like, yo, man, mind your fucking business. Because this whole thing is like, yo, man, you ain't. His major thing is you're not in jail no more. Like I know that. But mind your fucking business and how I'm operating my motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, we argue about real life shit. So it's do, like. Do you ever have business disagreements or nope. I don't know? You know why? Well. Because we remove money out of shit. Like, most people have business disagreements because of money. He going, he know like this. If it's certain shit we doing, damn, we got the fe- Gilly Feather, we got this. He know what he got to do. He might got to get on the phone and call certain people and do certain things. I might got to handle the graphic side of it. The, the market, different shit. He already know. Well, I don't know what the fuck he going to do. The merch. He know that. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So we never have that issue. Because that was established way way back in our whole thing from the beginning. Back before I went to prison. Back. We already knew what we like doing. Like, I enjoy certain shit that he could give a fuck about. You see what I'm saying? I'm the dude that I call him for in the morning. Yo, man, get up. Fuck is you getting me up? Yo, you got to read this article. Listen, this is another way we get some more money. Mm. I'm going to go to this joint. I'm going to put this deck together. I'm going to send this proposal. I got the boy email, and I'm going to get this joint. Why the fuck you calling me? I'm just telling you, read this article. And then here later on hit me, yo, it was some shit in there. You was right. See, I'm the dude that's going to be up all night on the fucking MacBook. 
looking at all type of shit. I love doing that. Where'd that come from? Oh, uh, being in jail. Being really? in jail, you reading shit. You always trying to because this one thing I learned about out here. If you can, one thing people don't do. Number one, people don't read. If people not getting talked to them, most of the the most powerful game information reverends about any business that you want. The real information is in the fine print. People not gonna go online and read each other. If a person not talking to them on YouTube and telling them that we got so comfortable and got so lazy with, oh, I could just watch a tutorial. They're not telling you anything in the tutorial. They might jump over shit. Just make it simple. They might simplify it. Well, you might go ahead and read an article and be like, hold up. I just read this article in the Wall Street Journal. They broke the whole game now. And they might lead that article might lead you to a person within the article. That they might be talking about a certain person in a certain field that yeah, they was ahead of they was ahead of brand marketing that I'm like, hold up. Let me find this motherfucker. Let me check. Now I'm Googling their name. Let me find the Instagram. Let me find the LinkedIn. This is what people need to understand. If people don't know, I'm gonna give people a free jewel. All the money on social media, if you're looking for money, if you got brands, whatever, you're trying to get with brands, you got all the money on social media, it's not on Instagram. Instagram introduced you to the money with the audience. All the money is on LinkedIn. That's where all the people had that cut the checks. That's game. That's where all the people had to cut. The, see, but but we be so caught up on oh oh uh, I got all these followers. I, that shit don't. When, when you look at our analytics on the back end, you got followers, but you don't know how to sell your followers. You don't know how to monetize your followers. That's why you got so many people in here doing all this dumb shit. They think oh I'm gonna go viral. I'm gonna go viral. Are you gonna go viral and get what? What you gonna get booked for somebody to have you come through and laugh at you? Cause you went viral and did some dumb shit. You might get booked a couple times and they're not talking about you in two weeks. So you got to be able to say. Explain okay, why LinkedIn, by the way. Let, let me explain something to you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like this. I could take your whole shit. I could say, okay, what's academics? I could sit here, get on the MacBook, get here with your, your assistant, take one piece of paper. What pages do academic got? You got this page. You got this page. All right, let me get the let me get the, the numbers. See, the the numbers make the numbers. Let me get uh, numbers. Get you numbers. So let me get all his back end. I'm going to go on your back end. Now I'm going to write down everything, your impressions, your engagement. We're going to write that all down. Now we're going to put that on the deck. Once we put that on the deck, we're going to say, I'm going to sit here with her and I'm going to say, what brands align? What brands could we get to, I know you like to drink. So what is his favorite drinks? Okay. Obviously, you like to eat. You know I mean, what is his favorite stuff? Let me see what. What do you what, mean I like to eat? What are you talking uh, about? You like to grub. Isn't you it? like to grub. You like the grub. You just you just said you now you're on the diet. Fuck out of you is smaller than the last time. So I'm just saying, whatever you like, cars, mobiles, whatever you like, we're gonna sit here and write it down. And you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go on LinkedIn and find all the people that run the budget of what you like. Who 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 have say so over the budget? And we're gonna sit here and make some phone calls. And once we get the contacts with the people, we're gonna shoot ten thousand motherfuckers. We're gonna go cold calling. We're gonna shoot ten thousand emails out to every joint. Out of them ten thousand, all we need is about seven to eight to stick. And guess why they might stick? Because you got the numbers. Numbers get you numbers. You, you know what's so funny? And this this kind of, it's a new awakening for me, even how I think about y'all based on our last conversation. We're all on the phone. And I was just like, I just thought y'all were more talent. Like, obviously, like, no, y'all give a lot of Fuck game. no, we own our shit. Well, 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 not only own y'all shit, it seemed like y'all put in so much work. What y'all explaining right there? In terms of getting partnerships, strategic partnerships, mm -hmm. getting people to, you know, pony up money for things that could align, man, that's the, that's so next level. Where we used to, the culture is actually designed to go align with a company that they make those alignments. No, we don't right? have to. You, you can like, do like people would be like, oh no, no, well, Barstools is doing that for them. Like, no. they wouldn't have to do that for themselves. No. They just got to show up. 
No, no, no. We got our own sales. We got a salesperson, but let me explain something to you. That's very Shout interesting. Out to Paul. That was shocking. Let, let that y'all have your own sales. Let me let me show you something. I'm gonna show you some shit. Shout out to Paul. I'm gonna show you. Yeah. I'm gonna show you something and, that's really and, important. And, and teamwork make the dream work. See, you know, I've been out here closing deals the whole time. Lo was in jail. I signed a deal with Swave House. I took my company over to Warner Brothers. I signed a deal with Cash Money. Fifty Cent tried to sign me. Jay Z tried to sign me. I did a joint venture with. Tom Bahali, I signed a, sing, a one-off single deal with Koch. So for me, I've always been a closer. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So Wallow is a person, he don't smoke, he don't drink, he up at 5 in the morning. He always, he he call motherfuckers too early. Yeah, too early. He won them motherfuckers. And I might call him, and one thing he know about me, I call him, it'd be 4 in the morning, I'm like, yo, cuz, <coughs> I got to go to, I got to go to, Austin, Texas, for what? I got to meet these people. They got a bag for us. Right. This brand It's called such and such. I already got the flight. I'll see you tomorrow. Right. Like, me, like, like listen, bro, this 2017, and I want to give a shout out to somebody because one thing about it, I don't forget nobody, you know, because this person was important, and this is a solid individual that gave me game early in the game. I want to shout out Taxstone. Right here is the text. You see this text? Mm-hmm. That's the text 2017 from Taxstone. Shout out to my man, MF in love, my man, Mont. New Lane. 2017. He connected me. Shit, and, and you And you can read that shit to yourself or you can read it, whatever. But Taxstone gave me the game on how to make money off of podcasting. Nah, what do you do? You, you read that. He, he connected me with, shout out to Jonathan Mina. Yeah. He connected me with him and he changed our life because what happened was he was able to give us direction in different departments when I talked to Jonathan. But this from, you know, this tax. So shout out to tax, free tax, you know what I mean? But the whole thing is like, he, I'm going, this one, one thing about it. I always look at it like, cuz, all this time I was in jail, he was running around putting in work, going through the ups and downs of this shit. I'd be like, yo, chill. I- I'm going on a mission, bro. I'll be back in two days. I'm going to, I'm going, but once I vet people, once I get to the point and we get to the next time, when it's time to go to legal, I'm like, yo, we got to talk to these people. We got to get Bernie on a, you know, a lawyer. We got to, we got to, le- we, we got to go to legal. That's mean it's game time. It's and money. that's how he approach it. And, and so like I don't even. holding this shit down for, for 20 plus years, cuz. Go ahead, I can handle the groundwork. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got the paperwork. And then he'll bring the it back to me. And it'd be like, all right, they said this, 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 and this. And if I see a flaw in that shit, oh, no, no. That, that right there, no. I'll be like, damn, you no, right, I ain't peeped that. No, yeah, fuck no, because of X, Y, and Z. And then they back, and then he like, you know what? You right, I ain't peeped that. Bam. I'm get, not arguing with facts, bro. He get right I'm on not, the phone. No, we ain't doing that because X, Y, and Z, bloop, bloop, then they come right back. Oh, no, we can change it. You see what I'm saying? I'm not arguing with facts. Because I know you're not in, you're not here to just say go against. You're here because I need separate. I need more eyes sometimes, right. and I don't argue with facts. I'm not no dude out here. Let me explain something to you. You never seen me one time on the internet checking nobody, hating on anybody, mentioning anybody. Because I ain't got time for that shit. I'm running a real time operation, and it's too much energy that I need. It's too many relationships is out here, and I don't think a lot of people understand this. And I try to tell young people. I try to tell rappers. I try to tell business people. Stop getting on Instagram disrespecting people. And they be like, why do you always say that? I say that because you don't understand. I might say something about you, Act. But when I say something about you, I don't know how many people at corporate that fuck with you around this industry that might ice me. That is true. I went into rooms before trying to speak up for people. And when I spoke up for people, it, it, that's when I learned the game. It was like, no, we don't fuck with them. I'm like, fuck you, don't fuck with them. I don't need. And then they break up a scenario that ain't had nothing to do with them, but they did something that disrespected somebody that they was in alignment with. This game is about when you look at what's name. If you look at certain things, we gotta understand and respect that who fucks with who. When you moving and shaking out here, you have a a community of people you fuck with. If you look at, for instance, look at uh, if you look at Pharrell, and I'm just making an example for people. 
If you look at Pharrell fashion show, Louis Vuitton, did you see the circle of power that was there, the people that he fucked with? You see Hove was there, you see Pusha, Miles was there, you see uh, uh, Riri was there, you see everybody was there. It was a circle of people that fuck with each other. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Go ahead and disrespect one of them. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not speaking on the, the battle shit. That's cool. That's what Jim and him got going on. That's, that's good... Um, that's good. That's good for rap and hip hop because yeah, we, spars we you know why it's good because we live in a time where though you can't say nothing about somebody is hating. If you, you rappers used to battle, say man that nigga corny and go at each other, but now you do that, you might get killed or you might be like taken personal and internalized. They older, so they know how to do that. But what I'm saying is, they was able to create a world where though this is my peoples and a lot of people got their peoples out there. So when you get online. And if you don't have no tight infrastructure, where's though you hold your own and you got to get out here and ask for favors, watch your fucking mouth. And people don't know how to do that a lot of times. And and it, it hurt a lot of rappers. It hurt a lot of people because they get on here uh, and they be like, get out of walk well, the office and I couldn't help people. It, it, it hurt me. You know what I mean? It hurt me. You, you know what I mean? You talking spicy back you know, in the day. No, I love no, when bro, you was talking bro, spicy. But the reality of it is he if never you started, go back, no. I never started nothing ever in my life, bro. I don't fuck with niggas. I mind my business. I'm a respectful nigga. I'm a nigga that lead with respect, especially when I got in the rap game and out the streets because I was a nigga in the streets that was robbing niggas. So when I got in the rap game, I led with respect. You feel what I'm saying? The same nigga I am now, motherfuckers that take me, and that's the same Gilly from back in the day. He the same exact nigga. Yeah, I grew up a little bit. It's just that when you disrespected me, I felt like, okay, you want to fucking play with me? Out of all the niggas you could play with, you want to play with me when you know I'm going to be super disrespectful. If I see you, I don't give a fuck what you on. I don't give a fuck how many niggas you got with you. I don't give a fuck about none of that. So for me, I always say, okay, you want to play with me? Let me take it somewhere then. Let me take it somewhere else then. And then niggas be like, damn, he wasn't crazy. And I'm going to tell you some real shit. I never, listen, and I always tell people this. <clears throat> I used to talk to Gil in jail. <clears throat> When I seen him, I was so hyped. First of all, I was hyped when Year That Sus came out. I was seeing that. That's back when Cedar was on on BT. I was hyped. I was in the cell. And then, but when I seen him walk on, I don't know this DJ, Sucker Free on MTV. Yeah. What was the dude name? The DJ, Cypher Sounds. Cypher Sounds. I said, he was chewed up. I said, cars going to the top. I said, because his Jews was, his Jews didn't match the era. His Jews was advanced. He had that shit on. I said, yeah, I'm telling motherfuckers it's on. I'm in a day. Ah. We're back in the cell. I'm like, yeah. So I talked to him like like weeks later. I talked to him. I called because I was the type of dude. I wouldn't always call when I was in jail. I called him here and there. So he on the phone with Thomas him, man, it ain't what you think. I said, what the fuck you mean it ain't what you think, man? You, He said, man, motherfuckers, this is on the black boy. They had me call. I said, man, nigga, who the fuck is you for somebody to make a call on a black boy? I'm in jail. I don't understand. Since I've been home, we done ran into about 10 different people that talked about the phone call. And let me see, tell, because let, now 
I'm in the winning circle. Yeah, let me tell you something. I done passed the finish line. Yeah, mm. so let me. So tell now you. they feel comfortable to. Yeah. yeah, you know, back in the day. Oh, let me tell people. They, oh, they, let me tell people something. They keep important. it now. Yeah. I never knew about the phone call. The phone call still exists here because this is what motherfuckers say, and this is real. It's too. It's oxymoronic, right? There's no gatekeepers. Then there's gatekeepers. It's mm. both. It's both ways. So so break that down. It's, listen, okay, we live in a world where though I could I could be a I could be a rapper. Or I could be a blogger. I could be a blogger, a rapper. I could have whatever I want, clothing or whatever. I could create it and I could put it on here. And if I'm strong enough to get an army, if I get, if I'm strong enough to get an army of people, the gatekeeper can't stop me because fuck you, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And, and the gatekeeper could be any division that you in or any apartment you in. You got that right. So, uh, and people could systematically block you without even mentioning you. Sometimes a people person could block you. Uh, do lack of support, whatever. There's different ways they can they can circumvent and keep you down. And it could be coded now, too. but then but then you got it. Whereas though, it ain't no gatekeeper. Where you can fuck them up so much with the people, it take you to another level. Because when you think about it, it, back then it was gatekeepers. But Eminem and Dr. Dre said, "Listen, Ja Rule, I'm going through it with fifty, but fuck that. He's so hot enough, we can't stop this nigga. We're going to get him." And so you're always going to have outside the, the outsiders are going to come and help you. But it's still phone calls. It still can be made because. Now, a lot of people look at it differently when you get on Instagram and you disrespect somebody or you mention somebody. That's why I try to tell the young people and just people in general, older people, like, watch what the fuck you doing, man. Because I didn't, man, I didn't see some shit. I'm in a different field now, whereas I'm, I'm in different rooms. There's, there's, sometimes these rooms, you, you be like, damn, it ain't that deep. Motherfucker say the slightest shit, you done for life. A motherfucker will call everywhere to make sure you will never breathe. Your family going to feel this shit because... You said something about me, and now my family might be in jeopardy. Because we live in a world where, though, you get on Instagram, you can fuck somebody's money up. You can say some shit. You can do, you know what I mean? And so everybody's not, don't know how to deal with Instagram, and they're not verbally savvy to be able to defend themselves. Right. And you might say something that can affect themselves, it can affect who they are. So what we do is we mind our business. Hey, we, got a, we got a platform. And, and I got on there playing around with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you know, I was playing. How I, did that start up? Bro. You know, he was at the gym every day, working out, he in his drawers. I got an education off of that. You know, he doing squats and shit, you know. So I'm like, what the f- you know, I ain't been doing the like, jiu-jitsu Damn, Wiz, like, yeah, yeah, but it's like, okay, bro, you ain't got to put this on the gram every day. So I'm playing. So, you know, after I seen it at about eight days straight, five oh, so videos a day. It was like day, comedy type, right? right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. shout him out. You my brother. I love you. I Give him all, all, of, all the praise. Let him know, you know, but I got I to gotta unfollow you, man, until you... Till you clean your page up a little bit. You know what that was, though? I didn't never in a million years think that he would take that personally. Well, I think what that was is that it's different. Like, again, you didn't mean no ill will to it, but it's different when, based on the content you created, we're all laughing at him. That don't feel good sometimes. No, but I'm going to tell you but, some real but shit. But from, from a nigga that posts content. Laughing at herself? For, for people to laugh at me. No, I, don't, I don't take I this it. shit that serious. I so for it. when I'm dealing with what how I looked at it was I always look at the person. I always look at the personality. Wiz Khalifa is a weed smoking, fun, laughing. To, I'm thinking he gonna be in the comments. One follow me there, Unc. You you feel I'm not thinking yeah. that this gonna really or be. Or there's a bunch of laughing emojis. And, right. And I don't know. I'm sitting there and I'm like, because we, we, we just had Wiz on our show. Like, Wiz is part of the, anybody come, they're part of the Million Dollars Every Game family. Like, yeah. we fuck with Wiz. If nobody know, he would tell you. I was on a phone in prison when Wiz was lighting Pennsylvania up. I'm on the phone with DJ Cosmic Kev. I'm like, listen, 
This nigga is the hottest nigga in Pennsylvania. He's doing shows. Get that nigga. I've been I've been a diehard Wiz fan. One thing about me, I'm fan of certain artists to Wiz, though. I don't give a fuck where I'm at. Yo, oh shit to this day. He know that. So How do you never get through that then? Huh? Because because What you mean? So he posts that. Obviously, you know, he's trying to be, you know, humorous and it was funny. Yeah. But now Wiz is feeling like No, 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 hold up. I talk I do the phone calls. I people talk to me. So we get on the phone. We got two calls that day. I'm already in D. I'm in DC doing some shit. Uh, uh, made in DC. Shout out to DC Bird. Everybody in DC. I'm doing an event there. My phone go off. He was like, "Yo, the fuck? They, they took my page." I said, "What?" So once they take his page, uh, you know what I mean, they took his page. I'm like, "Oh shit!" So now I get on the phone with Wiz. I say, "Damn, Wiz, what's up, bro? You know, you family to us." I didn't understand the way he broke it down. It was, it was two sides. You can look at it our side, you can look at it his side. He said, y'all don't understand the impact y'all have on culture. And it seemed like we just laughing and joking, but it also would come across you tearing us down. And a lot of people unfollow me, and I don't want to be looked at as, I don't want to, I'm not no corny dude, I'm a good dude. I said, no, we never thought like that. I'm like, Wiz, you fucking, you like, I, like, bro, I love your music, man, black and yellow, like all this shit, man. I'm talking about, uh, you know what I mean, everything from the, from I'm talking about your first mixtape, everything, bro, I've been on this shit, man, Cushion Orange Juice, I'm breaking it down. He's like, wow, I understand, but it's like, y'all the OGs, and it's like, and you don't understand, I got Did Wiz, get, no, it was Wiz that took it out, though. No, 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 listen, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Wiz was like, you gotta understand, man, and I loved, and I loved the fact that he was real, he's like, man, I feel some type of way, because y'all my OGs, and I, you know what I mean, this and that third, and I respected that. I was like, you know what I mean, boo, listen, bro, that wasn't the case. And I'm not saying Wiz took it down. Wiz had a response to it. We don't know what happened. But right after that, my phone call, I get a phone call from Facebook. Yo, Wilder, we, oh, no, 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 we ain't playing out here. I got people everywhere. I say, listen, man, this time there, we needed, we was back up like the next day. But it was just a situation where it's though, sometimes it's a miscommunication. And he educated me, he said, man, y'all got influence on culture, and I don't want to be looked at like I'm corny. I'm just being me and I'm minding my business. I understand y'all made a joke about me, but it's like, yo, man, I, that, I felt some type of way about it. I respected him as a man for being realistic about it. You see what I'm saying? And his response probably got them to say they thought it was bullying or whatever. But then once my people at Facebook realized, no, this is not bullying. They just had him on the show. They fuck with Wiz. They hit with a bunch of support and love they got on their page from Wiz, from the post and all this. So they said it wasn't like that. But, you know, it's going to be miscommunications out here. We not perfect. You know what I mean? But it was never no malice. It was the education. What you from that? I, le- I learned that. I learned that. This is what I learned. We 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 love. We we make people think, laugh, and cry, and we love that, and we cool with that. But it, it it was an understanding of damn. You know, everybody don't look at things the same way, which is cool, and I understand it. But it wasn't no malicious shit there, and that's all I wanted to get across to Wiz, and he understood that, bro. We ain't on none of that crazy shit. We ain't, it ain't no malicious shit. Nobody wanna. We just laughing and joking. But a laughing joke could turn into some deep shit be based on how people internalize shit, which is cool and understandable. But my whole thing is I'm always going to keep it professional with a motherfucker. I'm always going to be respectable because it's not really no disrespect. You ain't kill my homie. I ain't kill your homie. You ain't disrespect my mother or whoever. It ain't that deep. So I think everything could be resolved at a time. So it was like it was cool and it was and we moved on from it. But you learn a lot because you don't understand your impact because me and Gil is just like cousins is doing us. And sometimes we not paying attention to the impact and the, and the influence on culture that we have. So, you know, shit can happen. I don't okay. y'all impact a bit. I, I seen this motherfucker, his page went down, and he said, yo, I got a new page. And I swear, in like oh, yeah. two days, it was we half a million people. We promoted the shit out of that. There was half a million people. We, like, got, people that, we got people that fucks with us. Like, because... The, 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 I, I, I want to pause there because, what? put it like this. Like, 
I I got you know I have five million on my main page. A lot of people have millions of followers, but sometimes those followers are dormant. Those followers they're not that tapped in. Where say if your page, you know, and you know, I never wish nobody page get taken down. But if if say somebody's page go down, shit, maybe only ten percent show up in the first month. Mm-hmm. Maybe only five percent. When I seen five hundred thousand, I said, "What in the fuck?" I guess I wanted to transition into the impact on culture because I don't know if y'all when I set forth in in this vision of creating million dollars worth of game, and even when you were chopping it up with tax and figuring it out, and you know, what I mean, y'all start building. Did y'all ever see or foresee y'all would have this much impact on culture? And do y'all even have, like, a good grasp or even handle of what y'all reaches when it comes to culture? I'm going to tell you some real shit on some real shit. What made, what made our shit connect? Because we us. If you see us in the airport, we us. If you see us in the ghetto, we us. If you see us anywhere, you see us at a game, we us. And that connection, you can't buy that shit, man. A lot of people out here is hiding behind their jewelry, they're hiding behind their cars, they're hiding behind this lifestyle that they created on social media. When you see me, I'm going to have some sweatpants on. I'm going to be like us. When Jumping you see out of rented Lamborghini. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Lamborghini is rented, you see. You know what I mean? You rented a Lambo? Somebody said that. But, you know, it's a joke, y'all. Me and X, you know, jumping out of rented Lamborghini. I mean, whatever. And a rented Maybach. Maybach and rented, and a rented 63, 63. Rented anything. Whatever. And a rented Lexus. But, 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 and a rented too many vans. How many cars? And a rented, I ain't going to keep Listen, going. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, when you see Gillian Wallow, you see Gillian Wallow. It's not no, like, no matter where you at, you can run up on it, you kick it with it. Like, and that connection a lot of people don't have. A lot of artists, you like them because they made a song, not because you like the person. So a lot of people don't have that connect because a lot of people not being themselves. No, a lot uh, of people don't have that connect. Let's keep it real. A lot of people don't have that connect because niggas is scary. Niggas is scared to be out and about amongst the people because they worrying about, I'm famous, what the people going to do. I don't worry about that. We go to fights. We have no security. It take us 50 fucking minutes to get from the front door of the arena to the fucking seats because we got to take a thousand well, fucking pictures. Well, he know it or not, but, we do got shadow security. Yeah, I'm still on that. Uh, all right, yeah, I don't know well, what the fuck he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I keep him. I don't know that. Yeah, good. He don't be good, no, I handle you that. You do. Uh, uh, I handle that for us. Good. You know what I mean? Uh, I got yeah. people in the stand. I got all type of motherfuckers that us. You right. X, but, X, but, but, but walking yeah, around with us much. right here in initial, yeah, they off in the, okay, cool. Right here in the initial bout, it be us. And it be the people. And it be street niggas. It be motherfucking bus drivers. It be lawyers. It be regular fucking people that's like, yo, I'll fuck with y'all. And artists, a lot of artists. And they can it. touch us because... If a motherfucker see, no disrespect to no, I won't make it seem like it's a disrespect to them, but if a motherfucker see uh, Chris Brown, they gonna say, oh my God, they go Chris Brown. If a motherfucker see Jeezy, oh my God, they go Jeezy. If a motherfucker see Dirk, they go Dirk, Kodak Black, they go Any Anybody that you know that that's yeah. in, in, in the, when motherfuckers see us, they say, y'all not ass niggas. <laughs> yeah. It's a difference. It's a connection. It's a, it's personal, a connection. It's personal. a personal connection. And then we go right in to, man, you got that nasty ass do-rag on. Nigga, you ain't even got no motherfucking waves up under that nigga. It's a, when you see us, we us. It ain't no, it's, it's no, we just us. So when did y'all knew, 
or like even find out that y'all were having that impact? Because so if, if I had to rank, you, well, you gotta understand, me and I was worth a game. Let me give you a me and I was worth a game, nigga. Yeah. Stop chasing bitches and chase money, because when you got money, bitches chase you. Right? Dad already took it off. Dad already was getting thousands and thousands of reposts. I started that shit in 2012 when it was only 15 seconds. That shit was getting thousands and thousands and thousands of reposts. Thousands and thousands and thousands. Everybody reposting a million hours worth of game shit. So I was already doing that five years before Wallow came home. Then when he came home, I was still doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Then when we decided to do the podcast, it was already a brand for seven years. Mm. You, you know what I like about just even even the idea and even the concept of a million dollars worth of game? And we, we talked about this before, too. What I have going on, the majority of hip-hop podcasts is based on current events, based on, hey, listen, did y'all see this? Did y'all see when Kiki Palmer did this, when Usher was, and that's the conversation. When I listen to y'all shit, it's just more of a evergreen, yo, le, yo, let me just put you on game about this. And in theory. We don't talk about current events. Yeah, yeah in, in theory, people used to believe that if you're not talking about what's current and what's trending, you can't go up. You guys broke the mold with that the specifically with that. because everybody talk about everybody doing events. that. Everybody do every it's so this happened. Everybody do it, and then on top of that, we're real hustlers. We might be seventeen episodes already shot already, so you can't talk about current events because if we get a call from Drake today and he like, when can y'all come to Toronto? We like we be there tomorrow morning. If we get a call from LeBron tonight and he like, yo, I'm trying to get on the podcast. We be in L. A. in the morning. All right, so we already go get the work. So we can't talk about current events and everybody talk about current events. So we stay away from what everybody do because everybody do what everybody do. But we not everybody. It is a low hanging fruit, though. Like, for example, big, like, say, big, big discussion pieces in, in, in the culture. Hey, what does everybody think about this? Sometimes I realize you're absent from that conversation. We like, don't we, we don't we don't want to do what anybody do. We do. We keep our train. What we doing is like this. If you building a house, if it stop raining, you got to keep building it. If it's snowing, you got to keep building it. We keep building our motherfucking house and our brand. We can't be worrying about what everybody else. No, what's going on don't dictate what we got going on. And, we, and you got to stay consistent with that. You can't deviate it because now people don't know what what is they on. Not, that's why a lot of people. You got a lot of great people out here, but they just be all over the place. Right. And they might and, and they might and then people mistake um, attention for monetized attention. A lot of people is getting unmonetized attention. A lot of people out here, they don't, they're not, that's what I be trying to get to people. Oh, yeah, I'm popping, motherfucker, like I'm popping. Okay. What you mean, popping? What's popping? Somebody liking you, somebody getting some likes. Where is, let me see, let me see the, the monetization for you to be a business or for you to get taken seriously on the next level to be able to go to the next level. And if you don't know, go do some research. And the bottom line, I never forget where I come from. I'm a street nigga first. Street niggas is not motherfucking MCs, man. We ain't messy chasers, man. We don't chase messy shit, man. I, I, I ain't never been no nigga that's been in niggas' business. Talk about who niggas fucking. Talk about, I'm a street nigga, bro. 
first, first and foremost. So I'm always going to handle shit in a respectful way. Because when you move in these streets, you got to move in a respectful way or a nigga will knock your fucking biscuit That's out. That's why certain shit we don't talk about, too. We don't talk <laughs> about messy shit. Oh, you got caught with such and such. You was cheating. Oh, you was here when you shot such and such. We don't we don't do that shit. Have you ever been caught like in, in a, like, you know, because, again, it's a content game where I think everybody's in a race. Where it's like everybody wants to, you know, like... I'll say, you know, and I respect what everybody do, right? I think what you guys do are fucking amazing, right? I'm someone who has a media platform. We definitely cover current event, right? But right. even within that, I realize, shit, when maybe somebody who's smaller, who's trying to, you know, get more of attention than maybe what we could get, they want to get the quickest opinion on something or they want to break the news the fastest. Right. Have, have, you, have you guys ever, like, kind of... Like, it, it, the content game gets kind of competitive. You ever f- kind of catch ourselves like, damn, nah, this not what we do. Like, maybe maybe it could be an interview no, we, I did. We don't, it we could don't, be we, a... We don't care. Listen, we, we, we stick into our format. We never worrying about what the fuck everybody else got going on. Because what everybody else got going on, we have a system within our system where we know what the fuck we doing and why we win. I'm going to bring one thing up, though. Go ahead. When I seen you guys interview Jay Prince. Okay. I looked at that and I was like... A lot of people been wanting to hear him speak. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you guys handled that interview well, but people really wanted the mess, and they wanted the mess in those pressing questions because, again, that that now is a situation that the whole hip hop is talking about. I think y'all gave him a platform to talk, and y'all and we asked real questions. Yeah, uh, I think I think let, let me just give you the game on this. We ask real questions. Um, a lot of times, if people don't like somebody that you're interviewing, they they try to act like they don't like you or find reasons that's not within some realistic shit. Um, everything I needed to ask him, we asked him. Uh, we're not in control of what nobody responds or what they say. But we're not responsible for no other men. Um, it was a touchy situation. Uh, and I think people reacted the way they wanted to react. You know, some people, because you got to think, sometimes when you win it so much, you got a bunch of people that's waiting to react in the wrong way because they want you to lose. We come from the black community, bro. Some people wanted you to turn that interview down. Listen, for whatever. Reason. But but that, that, that they they got a that's their job. When they get a show, they got to do all that. See, people always got opinion about a game that they <coughs> when, when when it's time for me to pay. We'll be paying them taxes. They ain't there. Nobody control what the fuck we do. We control that. Now, if you don't like it, this is what you could do. You could unfollow. That's all. Because you because you because at the end of the day, we got to do what we gonna do, and what's for us. You see what I'm saying? I always had I always had relationships with people, and all my relationships is intact with the people that need to be intact with. I never disrespected nobody. We never violated nobody. So what somebody say or what they choose to say, that ain't none of our business. Was that a tricky situation? Because I know, like, shit, you know, I've, I've been in situations where, you know, like, I'm going to give a platform, I'm interviewing someone, but people are like, well, you know, that person got issues with this person. and That's not, but, well, A lot well, of times, ain't none of my business. Yeah, well, see, for me, right? It was a perfect interview for me because I got to get a chance to see all the bloggers talk shit. People spoke we, to a lot of people. We disappointed in Gilly and Wallow. We disappointed in Gilly and Wallow. Gilly and Wallow this, Gilly and Wallow that they want to ask questions on their block. So we got, I got a chance to see just how many niggas really was hate. mad. And really hate. You know, see, 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 you know what the real problem is, Eck? They mad because the street niggas winning. They mad because the niggas that's supposed to be the dumb niggas is really the smart niggas. 
Waddle did 20 fucking years in jail. He ain't supposed to be out here being a cultural advisor at YouTube. That was a big move. I like that. Yeah. You you feel what I'm saying? That, that was a oh, big fucking move. Gilly's like supposed that. to be doing motherfucking construction right now with his uncle somewhere trying to hide his face. But instead, we lead in the race. And niggas get mad at that. So anytime, so the first chance they got, they thought they could tie us to a motherfucking Jaguar and drag us down the street. They tried to take it. But guess what? We don't ask negative shit. We don't. We get on a platform. We don't ask negative shit. When I talked to Jay Prince, we was initially going to turn it down, but he told us he had talked to motherfucking P. So mm-hmm. if you talk to P and everything is cool, okay, y'all got an understanding, then okay, yes, our platform is open to you. Mm. That's why I think some people don't know. I, I but at the end of the day, it ain't if what they know or what they don't know. We don't ask negative shit. So if a person came on our platform and they said something negative about somebody, that's because that's what the fuck they felt, that's what they said, and that's what came out of their mouth. Not because we set them up, we asked them no shit, or none of that. We actually asked them the questions that no other interviews would ask them because you niggas ain't got enough fucking heart. Even go down there. To even go down there. You know one thing I do like about y'all too? Anytime... There is even, say, within conversations, a conflict is brought up. Y'all, the only two niggas who I, who I see be like, yo, hey, listen, we can squash it right now. Hey, I make a yeah, call. Let me, try to get, let, me, let me get you out of the fuse these situations. Because we really tap Because in. a lot of people usually fuel that or, you know what I mean, that's the point, that's the point of, you know, to, to, to pivot in, 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 and exploit that for more views. But, but I always see you guys try to figure out because the is. reality of it is, is nigga, you can die. You got money, nigga. You want to die? You want to be out here with your family crying, you the breadwinner. God bless you to be the weird breadwinner. Now you want to be in some bullshit, nigga. Knock your biscuit the fuck out. Put jelly all over the place. So that's why we step in and let them know, oh, anything you could been through, nigga, we been through. He done did 20 years in jail. I got locked up with 90 pounds of weed. I done been shot. Anything you can been through, we done been through that shit. So when we look you in the eyes, nigga, we not one of these niggas coming through with the baggy suits on talking about stay in school, do the right thing. No, we like, nigga, your biscuit gonna get knocked out. You keep playing the fuck around out here. That's the reality of this shit, man. And one thing about us, motherfuckers fuck with us because you're not gonna see us running around trying to be the young boys, all in the parties, all trying to, but the young dudes respect y'all. No, but you know why? You know why? That, that, that's let, one of the let, interesting let, things. Let me, let me explain something to you uh-huh. why. It's in the beginning of time in the ghetto, the young boys already respect the OGs that was in their in they world. Not the OGs that try to be in their world. We don't be running around getting high with the mm. young boys. We don't be running around trying to fuck the young boys' girl. We don't be running around trying to uh, have these fashion and jury battles with the young boys. These young boys, a lot of these young boys in this culture, the leaders, we be on the phone with them. They hit us up. Man, what's up with they be laughing at these goofy ass niggas. They be laughing at these that's niggas. That's in all age range. Because they out here doing goofy shit. I swear, dog. And they don't respect these niggas. And they don't think that these young boys see it. These young boys but see But these young the boys be on the phone grinding these niggas up, man. And we be dying laughing, man. Dying laughing, man. Yeah, yeah I, I love to see the fact that I, I think y'all are probably, you know, I'm, I'm going to just say definitely the leaders when it comes to like OGs who... Man, it's like a natural relationship with so many young rappers who I see. They look up to y'all. They don't see y'all as corny. They don't see y'all as like they would. 
it takes a lot for a young nigga to listen to somebody who's older advice because they always feel like they're reinventing the wheel. But for whatever reason, y'all y'all words and definitely y'all actions fall on very soft ears when it comes to them because, because they fuck with y'all. Because all it everybody, you know what everybody do in the industry? Mm. They sit amongst themselves and they parties a little in. Damn, he shouldn't do this. They don't never say nothing to the young boys. They got all these opinions after the fact of what they shouldn't do, what they didn't do. And in the rap game, the rap game only, there's one thing about this shit. People only fuck with you when they see you. We talk, that is a fact. We, we talk to Thug. I talk to Pooh Shakti. We still fuck with them. This ain't no old artist. You know what I mean? And when I talk to Pooh, he like, man, this shit different. Huh? He was right. Motherfuckers act like they don't know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I never existed. You know what I mean? So it's like, the thing is, these motherfuckers only, they only fuck with them on a successful level, but they ain't got enough heart to say something to them when they see shit going wrong. They just sit back. Oh, they winning. I ain't going to say nothing. CEOs, uh, managers, uh, A&Rs. Uh, a lot of these motherfuckers, man, just be sitting there, and they got everything to say after the fact. They got everything to say to their peers, but they won't say nothing to these artists. If you really care about a motherfucker, sprinkle some game on them. You know what I mean? But, but you got to understand, too, we coming from a different standpoint. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of these niggas, they, they just be worrying about, you know, uh, massaging a nigga's ego. Yup. I don't give they a fuck They be worrying about, about job security. See, we not worrying about no motherfucking job security. So a lot of the motherfucking managers, before the artists even get to us, they already done hollered at us. Yo, man, I need y'all to really holler at this nigga when he get there, Ooh. man. Please, man. Because yeah, they already can't know. do it please. themselves. Man, I'm we telling get you, man, him. please. So as soon as we get, get the artists. Ain't that fake, though? No, it's not fake. No, they, they understand. It's that's a respect the thing. It's respect that Some of them can't he talk. respect my business. He don't respect me as a person oh. from the streets. Ooh, he okay. respect me that I get good bookings. I get him good fucking sponsorships. I get brand him deals. brand deals. I, you feel what I'm saying? He don't respect me from the streets. He want to come do y'all motherfucking podcasts because he respect y'all niggas from the streets. He don't even talk to niggas, but he want to come kick it with y'all. So when we get him there. We give them some game. Yeah. We not worrying about you being mad at us. We not worrying about you cutting our paycheck off. We not worrying about none of that. See, other motherfuckers got to worry about them issues. We gonna give it to you raw and uncut. And and then and then and then, and then when you fuck up, if you fuck up, and you get booked, mm-hmm. we still gonna be talking to you. Why you in jail? Why yeah. we gonna fuck around? Send you some books. Yeah. Really? Tell you what to read. Yeah, simple shiesty shit. Yeah, dog, this shit real, bro. We don't just. I fuck think people with don't they- really n- know. Listen, a lot of this content shit is once these cameras. Hey, hey, listen. Well, and, and you know, kind of even going back and kind of making things full circle because I like I know y'all to be those type of guys, and, mm-hmm. and I know y'all been running around. That's why when people seen it, I was on my live stream because I don't I don't really like relationships that only end when the camera cut off. Right. Those relationships, I'm like, nah. I, 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 hey, every time I've ever talked to y'all, and, long, we talk a long time. Every and, time. Oh, Jesus, tell me. I show you thought I was like, she was like, yo, that's another woman. I'm like, come on, now. she's like, four hours. Y'all niggas been talking for four. But, but, shit. but one thing I do really like, y'all really embody this million dollars worth of game because y'all give it and you take it. Then yeah. you told me the, the dopest thing you were like your act. Last time I talked to you, it was, it was, I forgot, yeah. who, who, maybe it was, it was like, yo, I yeah, learned was, this from you. Yeah, you, you was like, 
Yeah, I went to him and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this the deal, this the deal, this is okay, but you, but we need this uh, production budget. Yeah, yeah. And, and then me and Lo looked at each other like, we ain't hit him for no production budget. Yeah, and, and, and it shows that y'all uh, y'all receive and y'all give, and yeah. that's so dope. Like, I look at everything y'all doing and, and, and I'm like, the, the difference of approach and the respect y'all get from the younger audience there was a time, I remember when I did Everyday Struggle. It was almost a, 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 a age gap beef where people would just want to not fuck with people who are older because they'd be like, nah, y'all coming in judging us. Like, y'all don't understand. Y'all over here, y'all not really trying to get into our world to even trying to, uh-huh. you got to understand us before you try to lecture us. Uh-huh. I think y'all have done a really good fucking job. Because I really, I really listen to the music. He really listened to the music. So imagine you a young nigga, right? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we got the popping shit going on and all that. You might see me banging your motherfucking song in my stories. I didn't even at you. Mm. So you like, damn, okay, OG, you Ryder, you fuck with me, all right? Because you, we really you still in tune with the culture, like y'all right? Tapped in. We have to be. And you got because this. I'm not no old nigga. Most you gotta understand. Ninety percent of Older men, you know what they life be? A throwback Thursday. <laughs> they whole True. fucking life be a throwback. True. They talk about the cars they used to have. Put on that the, DMX. The, the basketball the game DMX they used the, to have. Yeah. How they used to be a hell of a running back. How they they. When we can we talk about some current shit? Oh yeah. Oh, you don't do no current shit. You, well, you, now you just old. You waiting to die. What y'all do? Yeah. Y'all have created a prime. Like right now in y'all life, this is a new prime. Like y'all don't have to just be like yo man. Back in my twenties, yeah, fuck no. no. Ten years from now, y'all won't be able to tell stories about now. It, no, like, no, nigga. Ten it, years from now, nigga, I'm gonna be doing new shit. That's true too. New shit. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, bro, when you understand that you only fucking die once out here, man. You got to wake up and live every day, man. If you ain't living every day, nigga, then you living to die. I'm not living to die. I'm not waiting on dying mm. because I'm living every fucking day out here. You got niggas, you got niggas who, it'll be, be Saturday, nigga ain't even smiled all week, man. Think Shit. about that, man. Nigga want a whole week without smiling, man. Life got a nigga in a butt naked Russian fucking headlock, man. Let me ask you I question. refuse to be like that, man. That's miserable, man. That's what that's fucked up, man. Then if you ain't smiling, then you know what nigga ain't smiling. He ain't wildin'. So you know his dick on the shelf. <laughs> you know the niggas getting minimum pussy. Because any nigga that's getting yeah. maximum pussy, <laughs> guess what he doing? He's smiling. It, it helps for fucking lootly. You always see Wallow for no reason take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Do y'all look back at y'all interviews? There's a few he take a picture and throw both thumbs up. You know he getting pussy. On a double thumb? Oh, hell nah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have a look? <laughs> I hope they heard that breath you took, too. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all ever look back at some of y'all interviews and and just see, or some of this shit is kind of eerie to me, like it's prophetic. Like in, man, that interview y'all had with Doug is just, man, there's so many parts that people highlight people like, damn. This conversation is it's with, crazy. With Thug, it really hurt because, you know, Thug is one of the most solid 
how did I even get set up? Because I've I've never seen him like that on any interview. Thug called us. Yeah. Cause like, cause cause Thug Thug always talks shit to Gil about what was that game? Man, yeah. He's like, nigga, as soon as I'm done, we got an interview, nigga. I don't you know I mean because I think you beat him. Yeah, beat, I beat him down. Him. Yeah. And then we always was cool. So he had us up first time. Then they would, when the second album come, he's like, come back down here, man. Let's do another one. And we just go in the studio. And, like, and then we, we we always think of different and creative ways. that. So the first one we went down and we interviewed him. So when he was like, come down again. We was like, all right, what's a different way we could do it? Can you add a whole click there? Because mm-hmm. the album, cause, because this what happened is when we went the first time, he had a board there with all these songs. They told me, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to fuck him up. That's coming out with the album of the, of the crew. I'm like, man, you, man, put that shit out. You bullshit. Man, I'm telling you, watch. Watch. No cap. I'm and then he called. He's like, I told you. Come on back down here. We went down there. And uh, we just was, it just was a crazy joint because everybody was in there. And it was just, it was just, you know, it was just a crazy, good environment. Great and, energy. And, and you got to stand. We did an interview. But we was there probably for like six hours outside of the interview, just talking about life. Doug talked about a lot of shit. Uh, Doug helped a lot of people too. How'd y'all get him that comfortable? We just, he, he, because he fucked with us. Like, yeah. like one thing about this, when you come in a million dollars worth of game, it ain't no landmines. This nigga ain't asking me no dumb shit. He ain't coming at me about no dumb shit. So you just, and we already talk all the time on the phone and shit, laughing and joke. Yo, man, he'll say some shit, you know what I mean, about whatever. But it's like, People enjoy fucking with us because we ain't not asking you no dumb shit. We don't care about no dumb shit, bro. And what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I see Gilly and then he's somebody else. I see Wallow and then he's somebody else. No, we come right in there having fun. We busting on niggas. We playing around. We because that's what we do, man. There's an you see, from the time you got out the car. We've been saying all kinds of shit. That dick don't work. His no, dick went yeah. out on him. We've we hey, been saying hey, all kinds of shit. Hey, no, no. Yeah, I need the dick doctor. We gonna talk about it, the bullshit. Yes, I try to spread. But anyway, yo, what I got from that conversation is like, yo, throw respect to y'all. Let me tell you this. I sit with a lot of artists, and even when I ask certain questions. I won't say, like, they talk to me like I'm an interviewer, but it's rare I interview someone who talks to me like they respect me, like in the sense of I'm telling you this as, like, an OG. Like, everything he was telling y'all, like, he was relating it to y'all like, yo, I have, I have the utmost respect for where y'all come from, for y'all background. And I know y'all identify with how I'm speaking to y'all. Yeah. That's rare that you get somebody. No, like but, that. but see the difference is though though act and the rappers look at you like a college kid who set up a a, a, a situation. He blew his situation up. He got a hell of a platform. And, it re- and it's big in the culture. I agree. I agree. Feel what I'm saying? So when we go to academics, we know what we get. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be a little rocky in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I gotta be on my p's and q's. You feel what I'm saying? Because he could be asking me about my album in one breath, and then in the second breath, he could be asking me about me going upside my bitch head outside the restaurant. 
So you feel what I'm saying? So they already know this is a slippery slope when we go in here. Yeah. With us, they like, they respect us on some street shit. Meek's interview with y'all was just like the same. Like, First, like he was telling telling y'all like y'all was just. But Meek, is, I homes. knew Meek since he was like eighteen yeah, Meek, years Meek old. His family. You got You understand? So it's different. I'm I'm Meek old head for real. So it's a little different. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like we really know each other. I really seen you when you didn't have nothing to. The day you came in the motherfucking studio after you cut your braids and you had to brush a three minutes trying to get your <laughs> waves right to the to the seeing you get five thousand a show and then like three months later that shit jumping up to fifteen thousand like I knew you from then so it's a little different you feel what I'm saying uh, so with us they respect us from a street standpoint then on top of that it's like when we go to them, they don't ask no dumb shit. We they might bust on us. They might say some dumb shit. They might we might bust on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, you peanut head ass niggas, man. It, it's all fun and games. We just here to make you think, laugh, and cry. If it come to that, if it come, and we talking to an artist that we really fuck with, because the bottom line is, we only get motherfuckers that we want. A label can't call us and say, uh, we got Johnny Donut. Can I we? probably get that a lot, don't you? What? We got Johnny Donut and Delaware Donnie and Jersey Joe. and, and How much and, of those that turn out? Oh, all of them. Because we like to look at ourselves as this, bro. Everybody's doing their thing. But we always got to separate ourselves in some way. We're the boutique of podcasts. Mm-hmm. We don't want everybody. Oh, Sherry is a three-time author with a book. We don't give a fuck about that shit. Tell her to take that shit somewhere else. Congratulations, Sherry. Send me your link so I can purchase one of your motherfucking books. You're not coming on here, though. And we, we, we directed our shit towards the youth, the niggas that's going on tomorrow, because we know the next little Dirk is sitting back like, I'm going to get on that motherfucking couch. The next the baby is sitting back. The next little baby. The next J. Cole. The next Drake. The next LeBron James. They like, I'm going to get on that fucking couch. And you know what? You is, nigga. Just keep putting that work in. And we coming for you. How do y'all avoid controversy? We, we stay away from the we bullshit. We stay away like, from controversy. Like you got to understand this. Uh, we don't care what nobody else is doing. We in our own world. We don't like we 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 we, we do good business. We do good deals, and we just cut through the chase, man. You want to ask us about Joe, man? We ain't worried about that shit, man. No, no, no. I'm gonna ask you about that eventually. Nigga, we know what you try to get to. No, nigga. no, no. We ain't worried no, no, about that shit. No, no, no. I'm gonna ask you about some controversial shit. Dude, you want me to ask you what it is? We can play this. I had a, I had a conversation with with a couple friends, educated friends of mine, and, and I said, like, even for example, Gunna. I said, we don't even know what y'all think about that shit. I've never heard y'all speak on it. But y'all are the niggas who have cornered the market, in my opinion, that is super serving content to people who's in those communities that would care about that question. subject. Mm-hmm. Y'all never spoke on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I said? I said, man, I said, gonna drop some good music, man. Somebody said to me, they said, act, listen, if he coming back and he about to do an interview, you're gonna have to do an interview at some point. You should do it with you. 
said, uh, I don't know if I'm the right platform. I said, he need to go get Gillian Wallow. He get them for the pod. I'm gonna say there we this. go. I'm going to say this right here. and I'm going to just leave it here. Uh, a lot of times when it comes to a lot of street business, we stay away from that shit a lot of times. And I'm going to say. Why? No. I'm going to just say this. I'm going to end it. their business ain't my, my business. business. And I'm going to end it. It's too many people talk about street politics on social media when the people is watching. And um, a lot of people don't know a lot of situations and people business. But I'm going to say this. For me, to be a spokesperson for me and I was with the game, um, I got to, I got to, Thug just called me not too long ago when he, when he talked to Thug and congratulated us. He was congratulating, wow, I love what you're doing. I'm like, I got a relationship with Thug. I never had a relationship with Gunna, I don't know. And I would rather not, like for us, we don't get into none of that, and we not going to get into none of that. We're going to stay away from that business. Um, free Thug. Uh, shout out to him and his family. Free Pooh Shiesty. Free Pooh Shiesty. Free 42 Doug. 42 Doug. And we're going to stay away from that. That's how we. That's how we deal with that. We talk to forty two too. Talk to forty two when they feed. Talk uh, to Pooh Shiesty. How's Pooh Shiesty? I think people, people can't wait for him to come back. Yeah. Pooh a beast. He gonna come back Pooh's heavy. A monster. Pooh's a monster. Forty two gonna come back heavy too. I was down in Washington D.C. and uh, watch the White House. I'm in on the uh, the House of Congress for Pooh, trying to make some moves. So you know, but you know, we doing our thing. Wait, no, explain that. Uh, some bills and some things that was going on. He was. His addition is in prison was real. He did some real crazy stuff to him in prison. It was real crazy. Hold on, man. Wallow tried to downplay it, man. He went down there and spoke to the 11 congressmen. 12. 12 congressmen on the behalf of Pooh Shiesty. See, this is shit we don't even put out there. You feel what but I'm why saying? Why do you do that? It wasn't just about Pooh Shiesty. It was about the conditions and the treatment of people in prison, especially the um, – it was a federal situation where though he was being penalized for being popular. Um, they didn't like that. Pooh was on the compound. He had a lot of influence based off his popularity. So they relocated him outside of the guidelines, far away from home, to where as though he couldn't see his family. And uh, it was like, so it was that was a situation. But that was a situation that happened to a lot of people that don't have the power and uh, connections as Pooh. So just to put a light on it, talk to some Congress people and just try to make some changes outside of, you know, utilize what he got going on to, you know, to bring them changes to life. So, you know. But but a lot of times is you ain't got to go brag about shit you do. Right. Well, do you consider yourself as an activist? I don't really, I don't, I don't really, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that is, man. Well, the reason why I bring it up is well, because I think he's an active bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I really ask that because yo, you two, I, I got to give it up to y'all, man. Yo, y'all are y'all are killing the social media game. I'm telling you, a couple scrolls. I follow you both, but a couple scrolls. I'm gonna see you pop up on something, and Gilly got some shit to say. I ain't gonna lie, we gotta talk about Philly later because I, I heard you talking about Philly. It's a lot of shit going on there, and I, and I love what you said about Philly uh, recently. But if, if I'm not seeing that, I'm gonna see you. It could be in the morning, you walking in the rain, something. You just always giving out, like, film, just game. You just giving out game a lot. Yeah. And th- those distinguishers, especially on like social media now, is like. Uh, I feel like it puts uh, it, it kind of it's kind of like you're you're an entertainer, but you're an activist as as well. You don't think so? Yeah, whatever they wanted wanted to be. I don't, I don't I don't chase the titles. I just do what I do. Get up and just try to. Well, you're, you're trying to help people though. Like I, I, a lot of times, I see even when y'all promote stuff, I'm like, let's look what's happening. Oh, they're trying to promote this to help people. 
and 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 I don't know if the term activist has like a stigma to it, but a lot of shit I see you do, dog. I'm like, yo, this this don't look like you're just doing this shit for entertainment or you're just doing this shit for your own benefit. It looks like you're doing this shit for a difference, and I do think that's why I resonate in communities that, you know, shit. I don't resonate in. Just to be frank, I understand this. Um, a lot of people, the people that know, some people don't know. We gave away $4.5 million in grants to minority businesses in the Philadelphia tri-state area. Bro, people don't do that. And we've done that because we have relationships and partnerships. You know what I mean? With and we through. pulled up and gave the money. And we pulled I know, I seen so, it. So, so my thing is I was about, like, how the fuck do they keep doing my, this? My thing is about, like, on some real shit, I, I got a dream. My dream is, you know, it's simple. It's Ving Rames. answer for OG. Ving. My dream is to make sure that my join is to make sure that I just hope that one day we just stop killing each other. You big homie. And just try to help people with families and uh, people that come up in the ghetto, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a lot of people I be wanting to help, but I can't get to people all the time because I'm so busy. Uh, when you look at Philadelphia, yeah. you know, it, it's sad, you know? I love that city. I love that place. That's what made me. That's where I come from. Uh, that's my birthplace, and that's what I rep for. We don't we don't really get a chance to shine, especially the artists there. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of good artists in Philadelphia that okay, never get a chance. You, big homie. And and they never get a chance because and I'm gonna say this to the Philadelphia artists. I'm gonna say this, and this is for me and Gil from the bottom of our heart. To the Philadelphia artists that's going through things, got issues with each I other. I just heard about two of them. I told you. Listen, no, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna break down to them. I'm gonna mention some that I can to the Philadelphia artists. I need y'all young boys to do me a favor. And this is all I'm asking about you. I need y'all to allow people to be fans. When I say be fans, is if you beefing with somebody or you got problems with somebody, that don't mean that they can't listen to people that you might be beefing with. That's why a lot of people can't, a lot of the artists can't go and get strong because if I'm from 10th Street, I'm beefing with the people here, there, there, there. They can't listen to my music. So I can't get the support that Meek Mill's got. Uh, you got great artists in Philly, and I listen to a lot of them because these young boys, uh, they got they got good they got they can rap. Reverend OT Seven Kwani, Reverend Leaf Ward. I heard uh, about them too. Kyle from uh, little, uh, what's the name from Jerome Street? Uh, you got Tor, you got uh, little little Bucks. You, it's, a, it's a lot of these young boys. We're, we're Poundside Pop for Poundside Pop. He's from North Philly. Mm-hmm. You got Poundside. You got a uh, Diamond Street King. It's a lot of these motherfuckers that well, can rap. How do y'all give uh, know, hood tally? Uh, how do y'all try to help them navigate? All right, let me tell you a situation where I help to them. make it we, before we, the, you know no, the no. things we don't want to happen. It, happen. Because what happened is a lot of times I love these young boys. Like a lot of them, they see me, I sprinkle Julie on them, and I want them to win. And what happened is it get real crazy because I be trying to tell some of them the song structure stop you from winning. In rap, we already heard about every way to slide, every way to smoke an op. We already heard about that, and that's around the country. We heard about every style. Any type of way you could rap about that, I heard about every slide, every... And a lot of times, a lot of artists can't get away from that because like Gil say, you making music, and your music might got a reach, but you're talking about a nigga in a 10-block radius, and every song is about that. So you can't make the song that's going to catch where people could grab onto it. I'm going to tell you a situation that happened to me and Gil, and it fucked us up, and it fucked up support for a lot of people. We posted some young boy one time. Mm. Then we get a call. I call Gil. I'm like, yo, man. I mean, I'm ready to plug you in in this car. It was somebody's mom and dad calling us 
And this was just a random young boy. Because we young just boy. used to see random young niggas. Yo, we got... You from Philly, you from the tri-state area, South Jersey, Delaware, you hot. Even Chicago, Detroit, you hot. We might just be like, yo, he had sent me it, or I sent it to him. Yo, check him. Oh, that shit go. Who this young nigga? Oh, he a nigga out of St. Louis. Let's post him up, show him some love. All right, Whatever. bet. But this was a dude from Philly one time. Right. We get a, we get a call from somebody, mom and dad, that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. They are age. We understand we in our 40s. Yeah, yeah. We not young kids. And the motherfucker called us like, yo, man, damn, like, like, how y'all gonna post that shit? We like, what the fuck is you talking about? Them niggas talking about my son in there. My son got killed and he's smoking my son in there. So, so that fucked our whole mind up and we never took that into accountability that a lot of these kids that they might be beefing with, yeah. we know they dads and they moms. They grew up with us. So that fucked a lot of support that we couldn't bring because, youngin', it probably have been different if he was talking about something else in the song. We gotta stop. So so it gets to the point where it's though, like the young boys in Philly, I just try to tell them, listen, man, start making songs that's not always about that. And start trying to figure out, because I can't tell nobody what to do and how to feel about beef. I don't know. That's not my thing. But you got to understand, let people be fans. Stop worrying about if somebody post them or post them if, 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 oh, now they beefing with me. No, man, you scare people from beef. You scare fans from supporting you. Because if you from 10th Street and I'm from 12th Street, I might be hotter than the dude in your neighborhood. You might listen to my music because you listen to my music already. And I done been around young boys that be in that shit and I be like, I'd be like, damn, what you listen to? I'm listening to what's name? He hot, though, man. I don't fuck with him, but he hot. But they can't listen to him out loud because of the neighborhood they from. And that stops the traction. So just imagine. How do y'all navigate through Oh, that? we ain't got to worry about that. I'm a grown-ass man. I listen yeah. to what I want to listen to. Yeah. I don't, but I'm yeah, talking yeah, but, about. But, but, but those calls are going to come in and be like, yo. No, yo. but see, now, now it's no, reduced I listen to, to it, this. But it's about marketing. I can't right. help marketing sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Now it's reduced to this. I might see. One of my youngins, because all of them is my uh, youngins. youngins. All youngins. of them. I fuck with all of them. Like, now I got to be conscious. When you put a pickup, I got to actually read the fucking caption. Before oh, I like shit. it. Before I like it. Because I don't know if you You feel what I'm saying? So if it's like, oh, just lit, just lit that such and such up, I'm not liking this shit. I seen it, I'm cool, I'm going to yeah. keep it. I'm not liking this shit because. I don't even know who the other side is. And I don't even, and it ain't like they're going to do nothing to us or nothing, but I might know the other side. So the I chances the of me boys. knowing the, the OGs, oh, that his OGs of that neighborhood, his dad, his, dad, his uncles, his Damn. cousins, that that's just probably highly likely. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's like one more thing. And it's like, when you, when you look at this whole shit, it's like, these young motherfuckers go rap. Shout out to my, one of my favorite two, Mamba Sinka. These young boys be able to rap. And they just be from different neighborhoods. And you know what would be the funniest, craziest shit? This would be the craziest shit for me. Sometimes, and I tell Gil this shit, when you break down, you'll break, a motherfucker will break down this shit, and these young boys be beefing. And when I find out who certain, who their dads is, or who they dad, I'll be like, yo, these two young niggas beefing, and they don't even know that they dads were sellies in the penitentiary. Shit be crazy. They like dads were sellies. Oh, he don't even know that. Yo, back in the day, his dad used to mess with your mom. They, they don't even, some of these motherfuckers be family members. They don't even know, because you know you got the dad rolling stone. So it'd be, it'd be real crazy. A, a, lot of the, a lot of this shit be real crazy. And they'd be like, damn, youngin', you hot. But I can't, you can't, like these dudes be hot to where so they get a deal tomorrow. Right. But the right. support don't be there, and the numbers can't be there, because certain motherfuckers can't, the comments. You, you can't, you know what I mean? You know how many motherfuckers we, we, we want to put on Gilly Fest? 
but we can't. Why not? Because be, I got to worry about who you beefing with. I might got to worry about who you beefing with. I might got to worry about who you beefing with. I got to worry about who you beefing with. Then, then, then if I invite these people and I don't invite these people, is it? Then if I, and it's like we not picking those sides. I'm responsible. We responsible for a lot of people in that day. Right. Like when the people that's coming enjoy themselves, the like we put out bread. We responsible right. for people. Right. Let me ask you a question because and I, we got uh. G Herbo, we got Sexy Red. G Herbo, Sexy Red. We got Baby Face. You focus Red. Red. Don't, don't you? We got we got Rob Four Nine. We got Finesse Two Times. Y'all got Skilla Baby Vezo. Skilla Baby Rob Four Nine. Uh, Peasy Freeway. A lot. Uh, Freeway Two. Just hilarious. Yeah. Desi Banks. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah, you got to come down. We want to announce a couple more people. Alan Iverson coming through. Yeah. Bunch of other athletes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I must have a big ass budget, man. I'm trying. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm always in you know, somebody's you know, pocket. For, you know, I'm in somebody's pocket you know, all the time. You know, you know relationships is worth more than money, though. I'm gonna just say that. It's that first Gilly Fest. Holy, yeah, it's gonna shit. be crazy, man. We just do hey, it. y'all help and me. And we showing the fight. We showing the fight. I know. You told me that on the big yeah, screen. On the big screen. So it's gonna be the biggest fight party ever in the hey. history. It's gonna be damn near like we at the fight. I'm rooting for y'all because, you know, platforms like you and mine. We should be the people who, with these color faces, that start our own festivals, and we might you might have your niche, and I might start my own. We shouldn't have my niche, but sometimes we don't see that because we see these corporate corporatized, like you know, big festivals come out, and then there's you know, but in reality, this is what really grassroots means mm -hmm. so i'm supporting y'all i hope y'all win Appreciate i want you, this man. shit to be crazy send me all the videos i can post it up i want to see great vibes oh I nigga don't tell do us that nigga make sure you get the motherfucking video you gonna post them on your page listen all we gotta do is come i told him come on hey by the way yeah. speak don't bring no security even nigga you i'm definitely bringing security, security. hey <laughs> listen could y'all explain to me bring the lambo out too you and i will be the lambo boys i will not hey could y'all explain to me, because I look at y'all as two aficionados of Philly, but in the last two, three years, Philly is now the number one, like, murder capital in the world, mm -hmm. in, in the United States. <laughs> it's sad, but it's 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 kind of crazy because there's great music coming from it. There's so much culture from it. You guys are, are from there. What's happening in Philly? What's the disconnect? What's happening where, yo, somebody told me this. They say, yo. Man, you go to Philly, everybody got to switch. Like, what? That's, like, people talking about Philly like it's just a war ground. Now, obviously, I ain't in Philly like that. But I go there sometimes. But, but, but it's still, it's confusing when I'm looking at stats. And it's mapping across other cities across the country. Philly just have so much crime. What's going on? And you guys on the ground, you tell me. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you what happened in a way. A lot of people... This right here changed life. The reason uh, technology changed life because now a lot of people don't got to raise their kids and they don't got to be parents because they could put a phone or a tablet on the kid. It was something that took place. Some people may agree with me, some people don't. This is my stance. Years ago, when Chicago was on the rise, mm -hmm. these young kids that was 11, 12, they were sitting there in the couch eating their snacks, watching this shit. I agree. Let me explain something to you. Chicago changed life all around the country. If you look around the country, different cities adopted their lingo. 
Everybody got li- ops. Li- listen, but hold up, hold up. You go to most of these cities in America, and you will find any block a Chicago historian. They know about Rondo number nine. They know this person. They know him. They know who got killed. They know the blocks. They know the different sets. They know. So a lot of people emulated that approach. Whereas though the gang shit start popping up, and everybody want to be a op. Everybody want to smoke something. Everybody. So a lot of that comes from the, that Chicago shit. I'm even not blaming, down to the. I'm gonna I'm add this before you go any further too. Even down to the. And, and, and it's happening in Philly. It's happening in, in all over. Even down to the like, the very first person from y'all neighborhood that died in that beef. Not a neighborhood named after him. Mm. The you feel what I'm saying? So now, if if that was known as, you know, uh, a section of uh, Southwest Philadelphia. If we started beefing and Ronnie was like a prominent nigga and he got killed, now this is like Ronnie land. Uh, that and, was known as Ronnie world. Yeah, and all that shit. And you got to understand All that shit it. come from Chicago. And you got to understand it. It's a lot of shit from Chicago because, you know, a lot of cities, man, a lot of the dads wasn't there, so they ain't had nothing to look up to. If you go to a ghetto, a lot of a lot of men, a lot of referees of the street culture was taken off the streets. Dads, fathers, big brothers, a lot of people was on drugs, a lot of people... And these kids ain't had nothing. A lot of women was raising them. So the only thing that could be they be their dad was the, the phone or the tablet. And the education came through that or what they seen. Because that Chicago shit, man, was these young kids were so impressionable that it soaked that shit up so much that now we had to point it a return because motherfuckers died. You got a lot of motherfuckers that died about a fist fight that went wrong, about a girl. Now you got a war that's starting off where though 20, 30 people got to die about some shit, about a misunderstanding about some girl in a fist fight that the homie ain't tell you about. But they told you it was some beef about some, yeah, they robbed me, they jumped me. So it's a lot of shit, you know what I mean? So, you know, you know, I, 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 I hope, one of my dreams before I get out of here is that uh, we be in the world where we stop, we stop shooting in the mirror. But these young cats stop shooting in the fucking mirror. Shooting in the mirror. Yeah, you shooting yeah. in the mirror, you shooting at somebody that looks just like you. Mom been through the same struggle as you. Everybody, you know, and then people got to be parents too. You see what I'm saying? Don't just be parents when it's time to cry at the funeral. You see what I'm saying? So... And I think a lot of people don't understand it costs too much to be a criminal. A lot of these young cats ain't seen the other side when a motherfucker get 30 years of life. You, you've been on that side. Um, I think we all these days, we'll, I'll, you know, forget the actual purchase. But, you know, you, you got a Lambo recently. Happy birthday, about it. Happy belated. And yeah, ooh, nigga, ooh. You, ain't, you ain't recognize him as Lambo Low since he been here. That's the name, Lambo Low. Yeah. Holy shit, that's how you move it. But still, get him to finish their run. Yo, oh, yeah. Land back low and made back Lizzie. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, man. I see so so many people who they identify with your struggle. Maybe they've been there. Maybe not as long as you, but they got locked up and incarcerated, or maybe they were counted out. I see so many people celebrate your success. So many people say, "Nah, this is a nigga who deserves it." Nigga who really had everything taken away from him, who had nothing. You know who, what it is too. I never, I never removed my story. What happened is, and people was on the journey with me. When you come from a place, a dark place, we so used to people failing, we so used to people getting on drugs, going back to jail. They was a part of the story. Like I tell a lot of artists, stop removing your story. You see these artists, if, and, and even for the new people to come, you see these artists that. Get a little thing popping, they remove all their shit. They got two posts up. People love the story. People love the underdog. People love to see it. These people seeing me come out of jail being nanny house on a twin-size bed with my Vans on and my American Eagle skinny jeans on every day. 
with my T-shirts and my logos on it and just doing me every day. And I never gave up. They used to call Gil motherfuckers that a lot of people, some people ain't around no more. Damn, what's up with your cousin, man? This nigga tripping. He running down the street, man. He laying on the ground with ketchup on his head. This nigga tripping. He got vans on. Gil used to be like, cuz, keep going. Fuck them niggas. Man, and the bottom line is, too, he came home. He wasn't entitled. He worked hard. He didn't give a fuck about what nobody thought about him. He stayed to himself. He wasn't in nobody's business. Wasn't threatening. Low-key niggas was calling him a weirdo. Like, like he wasn't flyer than you niggas ever would have been at the age of 17 when the nigga went to jail. Like, the nigga might have got locked up in a Versace bomber. What the fuck we talking about? Like, we look at pictures in 1996. I got Moschino shit on, Prada shit on. He got Versace shit on. This is 1996, bro. So, they when he came home, you know, family members, motherfucker, they try to act like, oh, he lost it in jail. He, no, uh, why a nigga just couldn't tired of be, just tired of doing wrong, tired of fucking up, tired of being, tired of being an example of what he shouldn't be. Mm. So now he come home, he laying on the ground. He y'all get the message, but the shit that he doing, y'all don't get. You feel what I'm saying? The shit that he was doing, they ain't get. That shit was, yeah, that's a good message, but damn, he got ketchup on his head. He, yeah, he had to get, get, get you that's niggas' attention. video, too. Hey, yo, I, I love what y'all do so much. I definitely have to point this out. There's envy in a great way of what y'all have. Because let me tell you this. You see, the, the concept of teamwork, a lot of times people believe in teamwork, but everybody want to play the same role. It's cool if you have a basketball team where everybody want to be the shooter, nobody want to get a rebound, nobody want to pass the ball. I don't think it's going to be too successful. What I see with y'all is y'all do different things, but it complements each other. Y'all allow y'all allow Gil to be Gil. He allows you to be you. And I think that's so special because I think these days with egos from so many people, so many places, like everybody want to be. You know, I love this movie called The Prestige. And they say this line. It says. They said the thing about the prestige is that everybody want to be the person atop of that stage when the crowd is giving the applause. Nobody want to be the person who put in all the work, but at the bottom of the stage, because that's what it took for make, to make the thing execute. And they're hearing everybody clap, but they're not here. They're not, they're not over here like bowing and whatever the case is. You guys seem to have adopted and just realized that, yo, you have a role, he has a role. Neither of y'all roles is better than each other. And I love the teamwork here because I'm telling you, a lot of times I look for people to work with. Mm-hmm. And, and oftentimes they want to play the same role as me. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. <laughs> it's like, yo, it's like some niggas will think that you could have five Kobe's on a team and you win. Don't work act, like that. Act, I understand this, right? It ain't about the claps, it's about the stacks. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? You got to understand this. I've been getting all the motherfucking claps for 20 plus years. I ain't never been short of claps. I was short of money. Hmm. Feel what I'm saying? The work that I had put in and the money that I had, it wasn't the same amount of money as it was supposed to be. So for me, this shit is about one thing, man giving out this good fucking game, 
getting to these youth and getting this money. Three things. Wallow could have all the claps. And I don't even care about him. He was, he, right. Because guess what? He was 20 years of claps behind me. So I don't really give a fuck about the claps. I give a fuck about the fact that my cousin could come home from jail after doing 20 years and do what the fuck he want to do in life. And he's fucking with it, man. Without no frustrations. Winning. Without no, I got to worry about, I ain't got to worry about what I'm spending. I ain't got to worry about what I'm doing. I ain't got to worry about, all I got to do is keep putting this motherfucking work in and living life. I've been out here living life. You feel what I'm saying? Anything a nigga could do in life, I don't give a fuck who you are. Unless you talk about going to the fucking moon, I've done it. So for me, it's about legacy, money. That's it, man. Get, clap for low. He that nigga. Do, do y'all look at the, um, I feel like we all do. You know me, I'm, I always, I admit, I'm the top pocket watch in the game. Do y'all look at the podcast game? Y'all look at it. On what tip? Um, I mean, just overall. You know, you, I, I give some thoughts. These are my thoughts, personally. I think you guys signed probably one of the biggest and best, and I'm hoping, hopefully not one of the last big podcast deals mm-hmm. of this era. I think you guys are um, still undercompensated because I never think my, my brothers are compensated enough, but y'all are heavily compensated. And, you know, I've watched y'all rise through the ranks. I've watched y'all when, you know, there was, there was a moment in time where I was like, yo, okay, they're kind of like, and no disrespect to this individual now. And uh, by the way, I'm taking all blame for this. I'm the, I'm the calling name niggas. Like, they ain't coming to call names. I, it's all my fault. I was like, like, uh, see what, like, Math Hoffa is. And, like, Math Hoffa's growing, by the way. Yeah, but, man, like, you he's know, doing a great job. Yeah, he's doing a great job. And I remember when y'all were there, and then all of a sudden, I just felt like, like the whole culture. I remember even watching... I don't even know if it was your first show. Whatever show you came out looking like Kanye, you a nut-ass nigga for that. You a straight nut-ass nigga. That was nigga your birthday party. <laughs> that was your birthday party? That, that was like the first Gilly Fest. That was like the first Gilly Fest. That shit was two crazy. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we did that. When you did that, right, and and you walked down and seen that many people supporting you, like, y'all knew, y'all knew it was like, well, see, we sold it out. We didn't tell nobody that, that anybody was coming. They just thought it was They us. just thought it was me and him doing the live podcast. So we sold it out. And then when they got there, we brought out Jada Kiss. We brought out Fat. All this was on a surprise. Be Simone, Fabulous. Be Simone, Beans and, uh, Beans Freeway. and Freeway. So That's then now, when. Wallow Yo, y'all going. a tough act to fucking follow me. I fuck you niggas, man. I said, listen, I'm about to get on the hater squad with y'all niggas. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, so, Jada out there. So and yeah. we knew, we knew that once we brought all these people on a surprise, because it's five, crazy. it's five. Wow! Oh shit. Oh shit. That when we said Kanye, Kanye West. We knew they was going to go crazy. And how Wallow set it up, we got one of the biggest niggas in the world. That was funny as shit. I'm going to give y'all a hint. Went Took his sneak off and threw it. <laughs> he had on a pair of Yeezys. They went crazy. <laughs> then he announced it. They went crazy. Then he act like they weren't loud enough. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, he said, no, y'all wasn't loud. They went fucking crazy. 
And then when I come out with the red suit on with the shit over they my face, it. they didn't know it was me until about 15, 20 seconds in. They like this. It was funny, man. So, you know, and then that's my personality. So they hey, was all dying. By the way, you know what else I love? This is an extra sidebar. I always said, you see, we're now in the age of rappers being so, like, they don't even have no personality. Like, being antisocial, that's what kind of sells. I always said, and that's why I'm glad that everybody's having their podcasts or their shows. I'm like, you know how fucking entertaining, like, Cameron was? You know how entertaining some of these niggas who had to be on Smack DVDs giving it up? You, of course. This nigga was on blocks shooting vlogs. Like, yo, I'm out here. What's up? I'm like, you know how entertained them niggas had to be along with being able to rap? It all comes full circle because all of entertaining niggas is the niggas who now have finally figured out the new format and they're still giving us entertainment. Right. You, you don't think right. about that shit? Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Cam and uh, motherfucking Mace, man. Love my brothers, man. Them niggas doing their thing, man. Hey, I, I, listen, y'all try, Well, I feel like... I feel like I don't think I got no beef this time around. If, if, if I do, y'all let me know. But I do got to squash this beef with, with you and Joe. It ain't no beef. Ain't no beef. Y'all got beef. No, no, ho, ho, ho. I don't like can it. Can I say this? Can I say this? Can I say this? Can I say this? Ain't got no fucking beef with no Joe. Joe never did nothing to me. The last thing you heard was me giving Joe props. He could laugh and Joe, he say whatever he want. On Clubhouse, play. right? Yeah, on Clubhouse. You heard me giving him major props. He could laugh. He could say whatever he want to say. That shit don't affect our bottom line. We still making it happen. We don't, we don't care about it. Well, 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 all right. So it's no beef. Beef is when somebody get killed, bro. No, no, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, beef is such a, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Beef is such a. What's up, Legend? Look, I said, I said he got 50 million, he might not answer. You ain't changed the bitch. Look at this nut-ass nigga right here. Yeah. Hey, what's up, nigga? Cool him, and I'm cooling out here. <laughs> okay, it's good to see y'all together. We need that for the coach. Call me when you finish, brother. What's up, little bro? What's up, bro? What's up? It's five and dog. Yeah. Nigga, how many people got your number? Everybody. Everybody. But listen, Jesus. man, we ain't got no beef with Joe, man. No, no. Like, like, like we see Joe, I'm like, what's up, nigga? Right. What's up, Joe? We understand like, Joe need a little fire. I think y'all be competing. Joe need a little fire on this shit. We don't compete with Joe. Joe need some fire up on this shit, man. You've never seen us mention Joe. Yeah, yeah, I sent a little sneak this. When? When? We also my ads when Charmaine was up there. No, we just telling the truth. We the just truth. giving out fucking game. Hold on, wait. Yeah, but the only oh, wait, person wait, who don't wait, do ads with Joe. Wait, wait, hold no, on. No, it's a bunch of podcasts out here that don't do, do fucking ads. Fucking really? ads. What? Fuck you talking about? Let me ask you a question. Joe Rogan do ads? Yeah, you do. Academics, you do ads? Uh, of course. We do ads. I know you do. Crime junkies do ads. I know. Call a daddy do ads. Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee do ads. So if they showed us the way, if Joe Rogan is the biggest podcaster in the world, by far, right? He show you the way to get the money. Why wouldn't you follow Joe Rogan? I guess this is where it gets complicated. When I listen to Joe, he, his his disposition is this. There's a different, like, he he's trying to also create an alternate market where you're not relying on these ads. Oh, but can I say this, though? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with us telling people the game about making their money on right. ads? We ain't doing nothing wrong. We giving information. Right. Well, well, I guess he might feel like it's a slight. Man. Or, or maybe not. Yeah, we got props from this. Niggas gave Joe we props. Gave props. props. But Joe, you do your thing. You made a blame. What did you talk bro, about, you, man? We not, it's not that deep. We don't give a fuck about that. Bro, man, it's not that if deep. If I wanted to slight Joe, I would slight him. Who you talking about? You wanted to slight him after he made that joke about you. What man. joke? <laughs> the joke about the window. Man, bro, you know how big bro, that house bro, is? Bro, you think... 
You, you wanted to slide him. I, yo, Gilly, bro. I know you. Gilly, bro. first of all, I ain't gonna lie, you got a bro. mouthpiece on you. Bro. That's the first time I see bro. you hold it. Because the reality What's of up? it is, bro, that that bedroom is like 700 square feet. I looked at it. My fucking walk in closet is what the fuck are we talking about? Dude, matter of fact, I got a video in my phone. You want me to show you it? And then, you want no, me to no, show you the whole bedroom? Yeah, no, I want to. So, this, this, this so you can thing. personally this, this, fucking this know thing. what I, I, the I, fuck's I, going on, on, on out here. You off. think yeah. I can't get mad at a nigga because a nigga I trying to get his it. podcast back lit? I ain't trying to get mad at you. Get your shit lit. If it take you throwing some shots at me, cool. get it lit. Why don't you get on the phone? I would love to. If, if, could I offer he something? He got your number, man. He got my number. But it's ego. You know it's ego. Ego about what? Ego. It's ego. I was here last, last, last time. Last time I was here. Last time I was here to work off of ego, no, Joe. Hold on, last time y'all was here, y'all put me on with my song, and 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 I was like, listen, at least call Joe, call Joe right now. Uh, call him. See, 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 if there ain't no problem, call him. Hold, hold, we ain't hold, no wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, no, call him. Watch uh, this. Well, no, he gonna call. Don't no, 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 text him. He gonna call. I ain't calling that other ass nigga. Nah, call him. Call him. You call him. Fuck wrong with you. Call Joe. Call him. You, call him. I'm telling you to call him. Look at you, see? You, it's some shit I don't know about. No, no, no. Call that nigga, man. Call Joe. Fuck wrong with you. Niggas talk about slight and all that. All right. I know he gonna answer. The fuck if he answers. Joe. Joe, what's up, baby? This Wallow, Joe. Hold on, hold on. Joe, I'm on a podcast, by the way. How you be? See, you see what he said. Wallow was good. Right, ain't no fucking hey, listen, nobody got no beef with that Ain't nobody gonna listen. Fuck ain't nobody listen. Why? Why they keep saying we got a beef? Cause you be throwing your shit, you pop your shit, you still you you you, you love the window, Gilly and Gilly room. Me, Gilly, and I are polarizing figures. That's why. That's it. That's but my act try to make it like it's something. No, 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 right. no, I'm not. I'm not. Act, you, you did that. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to listen. No, no, hold on, hold on. I, and listen, whatever I say behind somebody's back, I say in front of him. I said, I felt Joe felt like y'all sent a little slight shot at him. When? With the ads? With Joe, the ads, Joe, Joe, I can't Joe, say Joe, that Joe, Joe, can I say this, though? Joe I, is a light-skinned, emotional dude. Listen, let me say this about Joe. Let me you say this about Joe. Joe light Joe, you, you know why Joe ain't take no slight? Joe was getting a bag from cash. What's you getting the, he was getting a bag from cash app. He knew the game. Just because he shoots some shit, that don't mean, ain't nobody shooting at him. He got Joe money too. Joe is a that. light skinned, emotional guy from Gil? Jersey. Here, Gil. Is that true? Yeah, that's, that's my man right there. Thank you. Thank you. Stop the dumb shit. Stop the dumb no, no, shit. Not, no, no, no. You think I take. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Joe is my man's, my man's. I know. I love y'all too. I want everybody to be cool. Now, now, now he Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Don't worry about it. Dog, soon as Joe's situation, I will be signing Joe. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. No, listen, he was mad at me. He was mad. Yo, yo, Gil just, no, Gil, no, Gil, Gil just said something. He said, soon as, soon as Joe doing this thing, we going to sign Joe. Nah, Joe, y'all can't sign Joe. That, listen, this, this, this freestyle right now. No, I'm soon as Joe done, soon as he Joe done with the situation, we signing Joe, man. No, no, you Joe, can't sign Joe. This freestyle, you can't sign Joe. I'm mad I ain't been over there, too. They done had everybody. Well, come on, then, nigga. Fuck we you, Joe. You don't want to come sit on the couch, nigga. You bullshit, man. Joe bullshit. He right there in Jersey. No, no, no. Yo, Joe, I'm with you. They invited everybody but you. 
He lied. See, he always you with the dumb shit, act. Well, you you want to invite shit. my man? Listen, he can come. We in Jersey. He can come. You ain't invite him yet, though. Man, Joe's Joe be bullshit. Place, place. Joe had given him. When Joe gonna hit me and Joe gonna say, "Act, I'm, I need you for the podcast. When you free next week?" That's my man's. I said, you pick the all day. Right, all right, well, how about this? How about this? Joe, invite him. You got to invite him. Joe threw his shit. We got Joe ass all wilding out. Yeah, we was lighting him up on wilding out. I you were lighting him up. Yeah, we had lighting him yeah, up. Yeah, out about to come out. We lit him up. <laughs> but you listen, lit up Joe on wilding out. Listen, let yes. me just say this. Let me just That's say salty. this. I just want to say this. To the future podcasters, you got a bunch of dudes that's not trying to kill each other. That's not beefing. That's all getting a bunch beefing of money. Beefing when I see that nigga. You always you a about. bitch. You that nigga talking about my up. bedroom window. I'm be beefing. He's still worrying about that bedroom window. Yo, yo, did you really think he was living in a basement? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Why were y'all in the same hotel room? I guess that's what he wanted. First there was all, no room. There was no rooms. We were stuck in, it was a snowstorm. We were stuck in Chicago. And sometimes Gil liked to be in the same room with me. Like it's a cell, like my cell. cousins though. I guess my cellie. I'm cool with it. The fuck out of here, you nut ass nigga. I'm cool with it. But no, you know what? Sometimes people got. We got to all do something. We got to do something Jay together. Joe and Ball used to live together. No, they ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah, Jay and Ball. I mean, Joe and Ball used to live together. Joe did Ball. Joe used to live in Ball. Yeah, but that other nigga used to hit the yeah, detergent from Joe. No, stop that. Stop. Leave that alone. Stop. No, he, he hit the, the detergent. No, he hit the detergent. Stop that. Stop. No, stop that. Stop fucking with Ball. How you going to talk about me and Wallow share the hotel room for a night? Joe, my man's. I got a rifle. No, he going to talk about me and Wallow share the hotel room for a night. Every Ball was Every Ball was fucking. A one bedroom. One bedroom apartment. Okay, yo, by the way. Leave that alone. And Hoboken. By the way, I love this. We all supposed to, like, we supposed to make, disagree. Make sure, you, make sure you put this clip out, though. Joe, Joe was living in a one-bedroom apartment in Hoboken, him and Ball. No, I'm just playing. In a queen, queen size bed. Yo, yo, we're coming together, y'all. Yo, right, I want to do it. I want to see Joe. Shout out to Ball and Rory, He come to our show. He come to, he come, God, listen, he come to, can we get a Joe, a Joe Button podcast, Million Dollars Worth of Game crossover? Yeah, we could do that. No, I'll be the fuck no, we could get Joe Buttons could come on our shit. We ain't going on Joe shit. Joe shit be four and a half fucking hours. That shit long That's shit, the fucking man. Titanic. No, that's good. Content. He said, yeah, that's true. He gonna kill us. He gonna have us, he gonna have us there all well, day. Well, I'm gonna be sleep. You know that nigga that just bad ain't that long. I booked my whole day when when Joe called me, I booked my whole day for him. He said one hour. We gonna make it short. All right. And he got them nice couches. Yeah. I mean, he be partying. Yeah, couches cheap as shit. No, them joints nice. Man, stop trying to, <laughs> stop. Yo, what? Yo. I love y'all. I love you. He out. I'm happy for everybody. I want to see everybody. Hey. Hey, 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 please. I'm gonna get him. Hey. Who, who, Gil? Yeah, get him. Hey, please. Could there you go. Could y'all connect a collab? I, I would love that. Nigga, you put us all on text. Put us on text okay. right now. The fuck is you talking okay, about? Good. I would now love you a collab. Act Martin Luther Act. Right. No, fuck because uh, I you better, hate, I, you better, I, Joe's like Joe's my man's, I and I love y'all, and I and I would like for y'all. You want you want us to get Joe that game, don't you? Tell the truth, because no, you told it to me. What do you mean? You said, man, I wish you could tell Joe this. No, Keep it real. You was a fucking liar. What? When Give we was on the phone, and we was talking, no, no, and I, I was said, breaking some on. shit down I'm to you, you, said you was like, I wish you could tell Joe this, no, no, man. No, I said there's two different ways. I wish you could tell Joe this. Skin cat. No, we got two different ways Look, that we get yo, it back. It's Joe, two different ways. Joe way ain't the advertising way. But you said, I wish you could tell Joe this. I said, I can, nigga. Get get him on the phone. Well, that's... It's an ad model and it's a subscription. They got there two different go. models. It's there two different models. Everybody winning. Everybody getting money. Yeah, it ain't that deep, Ag. Ag is a fake ass. Ag is a fake ass middleman and a fake no, ass no, no. activist. No, no, no. I'm not. Listen, Fuck I'm not. Going, I'm Tell not Joe gonna, we gonna call it back. Now we call on. it by son. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Hold on, listen, sir. Listen, it's not gonna fuck. Listen, call it by son. It take Joe. It take Joe thirty minutes to get on my podcast. It took y'all three months, so that's why I got to make sure I hold him down.
There we go. All right, say no more. Man, you and Joe is two assholes. Hi, Joe. Love you, brother. Y'all had an asshole listen, listen, for listen. you. That's you just had us on here for two hours. We out of here, man. I know. I know. You, he he yeah. want to talk all night. Man, God damn, man. Wait, hold on. Wait, we, like, like, hey, y'all are efficient in what y'all do. You know, I love to talk. Yeah, damn, y'all you got sauced up. We fucking here. We did it two hours, man. We got to get the fucking room. Nah, y'all do y'all thing, man. I'm hungry and shit. What's you next? Give us no food. You ain't get no pizza. You ain't get nothing. Pizza? You got to get Jamaican food. Jamaican. We ain't got no. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. You said. Let me just get this. You said one year you flew out a hundred chicks. Yeah, that's true. And you didn't. Eat, you don't, you so never ate no coochie in your life. Now I don't eat coochie. Now I'm Jamaican. You're, you why are you saying that like Jamaican niggas don't? No Jamaican niggas eat coochie. You tell me you Jamaican. Well, well before a certain time. Fuck like there's a cutoff here. You're a time. young boy. Get out of here. No, no, no. You're a young boy. You never. Nigga, you never. Blew any nigga a bitch born butt. after Pac died in Jamaica, they eat. They eat. So, you never blew on a bitch butt. What does that even mean, brother? Oh man, you ain't. You're kidding. What are you talking about? Never whistled in a bitch butt. And you call this about that peace doctor. When you saw it on the show. Nah, I don't do all that. Hey, listen, I just want to thank y'all brothers for even coming out here, man. Um, you lying, dog. What? Hey, some I don't you do fucking it. lying. Get the fuck out of here. You never blew on a bitch butt, man. What do you mean? Like, what does that mean? Why would a chick even talk blew to you? Blew her ass. No, no, I learned it from future. I do put a thumb in the butt. Like, I do that. But the tongue? Like, nah, I can't do that. That's boring. My ass don't go together. Yeah. All right, man. We out of here, man. We ready to roll, man. You got to for two man. hours. You man. ain't never, you ain't, you ain't never take a bitch to get no brown boots. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, listen, yo, I just want to give it up to lying. my guest, um, Gillian Wallow, the top paid. Po- wait, no, no pink sandals or no brown boots. Wait, hold on. Are y'all going? I got a number for for what you got paid. Thirty million. No. Thirty million for two years. Three? No, three years. Nah, three or four. No, three never years. four. We never do nothing for no four. Thirty for three. And we that three thirty is a little off. But listen, we gonna talk to you. We out of here. We did All it, baby. Right. All right, people. Yo, yo, let's make it official. This we just want to tell the truth. We got nine hundred thousand for three years. All right, we broke. We fucked up. That's yeah. we, but we trying to survive out. And we ran month. out of money already. And we ran out of money already. Wallow spent his whole advance on, uh, on the goddamn Lambo. Yep. And Gilly spent it on like fifteen pounds of weed. Actually, it's over. Whole, all his money on buying <laughs> chicks out on spirit. Now he got to spend it on getting his piece fixed. Yeah, dick went out on it. Nigga, dick went out on it. Yo, salute to my brothers. Love to them, man. Um, for everybody doing they, they thing in the uh, podcast space, I love and appreciate y'all. And um, Man, you forgot it. You was wild, motherfucking academic Luther King today. No, of course. I was trying to get. Your, I fuck with him. I fuck with y'all. Bro, man, you smoke too much weed, nigga. This nigga be smoking, man. All right. Gilly, anything else, man? Oh. Fuck you, Cal, baby. Gilly. 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 I'm gonna fuck with y'all though. All right, man. Hey, shout out whatever you got. Shout out, we out of here, man. Scary ass, man. Shout out what you got. Shout out. Giddy Fest. What day is going now? July. When is coming out? Shit, tomorrow, nigga. Oh, Gilly Fest, July 29th. You already know. First of all, we show with the fight there on the big ass giant screen. 
for 3,000 people. We got Sexy Red. We got G Herbo. We got Babyface Ray. We got Rob49. We got Finesse Two Times. We got Icewear Vezo. We got Peasy. We got Skiller Baby. We got Freeway. We got Rocky. We got Jess Hilarious. We got Desi Banks. We got Allen Iverson. I just talked the tank. We might be adding a little R&B in there. I'm just telling y'all, we might be adding a little R&B in there. You know what I mean? Listen, man, we don't got enough ad time for Gilly today, man. But Gilly, yo, salute to you, my brother. Jesus Christ, it's a roach now, man. Get out of here, bro. Yo, love and respect. Uh, we'll do much more things in the future. Yes, um, we will. Hey, Ag, roll the real, dog. We appreciate you, man. You out here doing your thing, man. You know what I mean? I, I told you. We had to talk. Uh, we, yeah, we had to talk. Keep doing your thing, bro. We salute everybody that's doing their thing, man. There's enough money out here for everybody to get. There's enough game out here for everybody to spread, and there's enough motherfucking resources for everybody to give. So let's start giving them, nigga. Right. Let's get it, man. It's Woody Jack Demis, off the record podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Gillian Wilder, million dollars worth of game. We out of here. That was good.